Uh. Live from Cool Boys Central. You can be the boss down there. I'm boss up here. Hold your dicks and rub your tits. Or you'll be ice cold. Here come the cool boys. Just the young boy. What? <gasps> what? <gasps> so cool. Cool? Cool. So cool. Oh, good for you. Yeah. Ice and cool boys. Greetings, cool boy nation, and welcome. I'm sizing Whoa. up, like sizing up the text so I can read it. Uh, and welcome to the first UFO disclosure installment of the <gasps> Sellout Boys, formerly known as the Throwaway Alien version of the Cool Boys podcast, but still abandoning an utter, uh, utterly unnecessary cinematic end naming convention. Oh, and continuing our loose Batman as a goose Batman X Files spoiler cast edition. Yeah, <laughs> Batman. How did Batman come in? Were you typing? Wait, in? just take it over. Just take the whole open over again. Jesus. Greetings. I'm leaving the first one in though. Greetings, <laughs> cool boy nation, and welcome to the first UFO disclosure installment of the Edit Sellout in Boys now. podcast, formerly known as the Throw Alien <laughs> version of the Cool Voice podcast but still abandoning an utterly unnecessary cinematic Batman naming convention and continuing our loose as a goose. Yeah, there we go. X-Files spoiler cast edition. You know what I That's always it. like to say? You've yeah. been summoned by your new boss to a confidential <gasps> late night meeting. A drink is on the table and your future is on the line. Before you catch yes. your breath, an unwanted <gasps> sexual advance has put you in the most compromising of positions. Now it's going to be your word, dot, 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 against hers. Sorry, Michael Douglas and Demi Moore. Disclosure. Rated R. No, say it like this. Rated R. Rated R. I'm Demi. Yeah, I was confused. I I I love Rated R. You think I knew where we were from? Rated R. No, no. I, 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 I got. I I would get a laugh pretty much any time I was in a movie theater. There'd be like, you know, like a fun, (laughs) like fun trailer for like. You're already getting a laugh. Dwayne Dwayne the Rock Johnson is (laughs) the Tooth Fairy, and I just go Rated R. Rated R. The audience would always laugh. Um, I'm Demi Moore Felk for some reason. For millennials, yeah, I, uh, there was a movie called Disclosure, based on a book yes. by Michael Crichton, uh, uh-huh. that was about uh, was well, sexy. Pre- predicting the Me Too, the Me Too backlash long before it happened, in which a crazy woman makes false accusations. Its title is Disclosure, and UFO disclosure just happened, so that's the only reason Woo! I had to do that just now. You had to. Dollar. Well, if you're Demi Moore Felk, then I'm Doomy Moore Ballard. Uh, so cool. It is so cool. That was funny. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, stop screaming into the mic, one commenter said, if I recall. I'm sorry, I just screamed into the mic. Which one of us? Microphone. Which voice? The deep voice or the girlish voice? I think they're talking about voice? me. I think, I think they're talking about me because I have that annoying, degrading voice. You're just like, ugh. No. Ugh. He's talking. I can't hear what he says. And your voice is silky smooth, like velvet on red velvet muffins. Can be. Uh, Poured on top of bourbon. All right. We have an an email from Dorn. Yes. Dorn. Dorn seems to not know. I read this email and he seems to not know. We're not a movie podcast anymore, Dorn. We're a throwalian <laughs> podcast now. No, he we loves don't care the about throw-alien. movies. He loves the throwalian. Maybe he says something in here about it. Who knows? I doubt it. It sounds like this is a, a movie email. There's a lot of movies we should probably be doing spoiler casts for. 
There's there's and Black TV Widow shows. coming out soon. But we're gonna oh, have we're to definitely with... doing a Black Widow spoiler cast. Yeah, but not yes. until after July 18th, I think maybe. That's true. We have to wait until after July 18th. Uh, we should probably do. I, I mean, if this was regular times, I'd be like, let's do a Forever War spoiler cast because I'm totally gonna watch Forever Tomorrow War. War. Tomorrow, Tomorrow War. Tomorrow War. Tomorrow War. Forever War yeah. is the war that Donald Rumsfeld, may rest in peace, got us into. Tomorrow Aww. War, yeah. Starring starring uh, Coach Chris Pratt. Rummy. Yeah, a lot happened today, Cool Boy Nation. We're dating ourselves. Bill Cosby got out of jail. Allison yeah. Mack is going to jail. And yes. uh, Donald Rumsfeld died. Aw, Rummy. Yeah. Rummy loved the Rimmies. Well, what did Dorn say? Well, first of all, what's the subject title of this email? Every time we have an email, you're, you're like, what does he say? Wait, first, say the subject title of the email. Subject <laughs> title is like the name of the story. Like, it's I don't like know how to read emails. Now, granted, I probably have skipped the subject titles a few times. You have skipped the so subject title in the past? you're paranoid that I'll do it every time. Yes, you have done this in the past, but you also have done this in the past, where you, like, save the subject title, and you go straight into the email, so it's impossible to tell. Was there a subject title, or was that just the first sentence of an email? I won't do that here. Back to the movie theater. What's up, cool boys? <laughs> you dick. <laughs> this is Dorn. Dorn he loves you. I know. He loves you. He tolerates he you. Me. He loves being part of the Cool Boy Empire. And he openly on like said on one of the podcast episodes he was with us, uh, maybe Justice League, uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League, where he says that he likes Steve more than me now, even. Well, that's because you're abusive <laughs> to Steve on, on your podcast with him. He's Jewish. I know. You have to bully him. Uh, we're getting not. Well, yeah, we're doing X Files first He's third Jewish. season. We got you, you get you get Nazis. Decided to talk about that. Uh, I don't know how much oh, you yeah, love Nazis. Nazis. All right, Doran's email is back. I love Nazis. Back to the movie theater, and then in the body of the email, Doran, oh my God. Doran says, "What's up, cool boys? It took over sixteen months, but I finally made it back to the movie theater." Black? The summer movie season is here. And with Black Widow finally coming. <laughs> Black is right above back. Shut up. <laughs> and with Black Widow finally coming uh, out next week to give us our next MCU boner party, I wanted to <gasps> test out the theater experience. I went to a Sunday matinee showing of F9 for my I test run. Name. The theater was a little less than half full. Not sure if that was due to the theater's policy or just lack of patrons. Hmm. No one was wearing a mask and for the most part, people were fairly spread out. No condoms. I pre-selected my seat to give myself a little space from the rest of the crowd, but overall nice. it felt like a very normal and standard movie-going experience. As soon as the coming attraction started, I was engaged and never had any pandemic concerns. I, I read it as engorged. I'm sorry. <laughs> Doesn't matter. You're not reading this. You don't need, to, you don't need, to, inter you don't need to interrupt you. me because you misread something <laughs> in your head that no one can hear. But to correct you, and then I had to have my you know external monologue apologize. <laughs> now you're interrupting Dorn. See, Dorn, this is how this is what Bauer thinks of your email. You can just interrupt it whenever he wants. I'm so just sorry. like he does to Steve. I'm Not, so rude. It's because it, which is uncalled for because Steve never interrupts anybody. No, Steve's a great podcast host. He never just starts talking while someone else is talking, like he doesn't understand how words work. Mm -hmm. I was just all right. This is Dorn again. I was just happy to be you. back and enjoying a fun, over-the-top summer blockbuster experience on the big screen. I'm excited to head back for Black Widow. 
So yes. now Black Widow is different because you don't have to go to a theater. You can pay thirty dollars to see it on Disney Plus. Whereas F nine, you had to go to a theater. Yeah. Mm. So if you haven't yet, get your cool boy asses back to the theater. The time is now. Attached, mm. you'll find my last two movie tickets. I saw nineteen seventeen. This is also my last movie uh, on February eighteenth, twenty twenty, and F nine on oh six twenty seven. 2021. That's got to be my longest movie theater drought ever. Yeah. Oh, we have pictures. Yeah. I see you included the pictures just, just to help. I did. I didn't know if you looked at the email yet. I did. Yes, yes. Okay. He So he, he, he gave us proof. <laughs> Dorn paid $9.99 to see Don't out him. Don't out him. And he paid $8.99 to see the Fast Saga. Dollar less. Wow. So movie, movie prices went down. I think oh, it's oh, early we- bird. He went to the Cinemark, and he saw it XD, it looks like. But I think, did he say IMAX? Because he told me he's seen it uh the bridge IMAX. I don't know. The other one is House C. Hmm. I don't know what that means. No one knows. F9, Dorn gives it three out of five boys. Ranked <laughs> somewhere in the middle of the pack. So, okay. So cool, Dorn. And a so yes. cool... To you, Cool Boy Nation. <laughs> also, Cool Boy Nation, if you want to reach out and touch a cool boy... Email us at okay. That was gibberish. This is our email address: <laughs> the Cool Boys Podcast at gmail.com. We are at the Cool Boys Podcast at gmail.com. No spaces. Love it. Just just fucking type that in. Type that into your email thing, and then email it to us. And now we move on to our Cool Boy Show topic. Yes. Just throw away right. and then X Files after after I try to stop us from talking about throw alien after an hour or so but okay throw, so oh, throw alien and the ufo disclosure because correct yeah. correct but let's start off felk by clicking on that timeline of events let's figure out where the throw alien events are currently at as of recording this podcast on june 30th are you looking felk do I scroll down to June Yeah, 20? you scroll down. Yeah. So what's the last? So we're all up to date up to last week. So what, there's only one new entry in the timeline. What is it? All right. The new entry dated June 25th, 2021. The unclassified preliminary UAP report is released. It confirms that UAPs are real physical objects. The report states that many reports of UAP exhibited advanced characteristics that could not be explained by our current understanding of science. It also says it finds no evidence that UAPs are U.S. technology or foreign technology. Because That's right. China is not a country. <laughs> so... Did you say science is not a country? China. China is not a country. Oh, China. Okay. It's pronounced science, as we all know. Science, yes. Okay, so boom, there we go. That's that's the whole reason what we're doing today. So first off, we have the USA UAP disclosure. It's nine pages. Everyone's all like, what the fuck? It's a preliminary report, so there's more to come. This would take three I hours for me to read, even if you didn't interrupt me, so we're not reading all of this. Like, goddamn. No, no, no. It's nine pages. We're not reading nine pages. Good, good. But, so, I actually went through the report, oh. and I just pulled out a bunch of what I thought. These are quotes from the report. Now, some of them are, you know, I, I uh, shortened them a bit, you know, with a, a little of the ellipses and whatnot. Um, okay. But, yeah, I mean, these are all quotes from the report. This is from the U.S. Uh, United States of America report on the disclosure. 
And I felt like all of these required a little bit of like, you know, just going over at least one of them at a time. So why don't we start with the first one? Okay. All right. This is from the Trump report. Yeah. 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 UAPTF concentrated its who, who's that what's the acronym we start with an acronym uh, that's the that. uh, um, okay so it's a quote right yeah. from it so that they call it UAPTF they actually define all these acronyms earlier this one is the unidentified aerial phenomenon task force Ooh. UAPTF so the unidentified aerial phenomenon task force concentrated its review on reports that occurred between 2004 and 2021 when China was active with the majority coming in the last two years when China's been a real dick. Yeah. Uh, th they do get into this is not probably China. Not probably is a big part of all of this, really. Everything's not probably. So the big thing about this report is that... The government US still hasn't admitted that, that the Wuhan virus was fucking China. So, yeah. And we're never going to get them to admit it. They, they, that's a culture about saving face. But... Uh, and so it, it's just it just comes down to pure evidence, and all that evidence has been burned up allegedly. So there's no way to prove it. It's ash. Um, but talking about this report, okay, so that's interesting that they're talking about only 2004 to 20, uh, 21. That's not only just because of China being active, and China wasn't that active in 2004. But it uh, it's more of an interesting aspect that they're censoring this report to that period of time. That's important to note because we we have a different report from France that we're going to get into a little bit later that was released the exact same day as the American report. And the French did not think the U.S. were going to be holding back so much. The French actually released a little bit more information, um, and it's kind of interesting. Uh, so moving forward, the uh, next The French miscalculated I military strategy? <clears throat> no, it's this. It's it's the the French. Uh, it's like French NASA mixed. They call the three AF, mm. and they have like a, a European NASA that they helped like found <laughs> we, along with. We will uh, send UK croissant to the moon. <laughs> like what? No, man, that's so like that's so misrepresenting them. But yes, that's what they did. They just send croissants to the moon. All right, what's what's the next line? How many reports do we have here? One hundred forty-four reports originated from USG sources. United States government. Okay. Of these, 80 reports involved observation with multiple sensors. Mm. So what you can say is from eight, 144 <clears throat> reports, 80 of these have radar and whatever else the United States uses that we don't know that's classified to gather information on uh, on, on the battlefield, right? So um, that's crazy. With 80 reports involved observation with multiple sensors mean that they know a little bit more about that and what's going on and that's always the coolest thing about this and i know like one of the most most boring videos that jeremy corbell released was like um the uh, radar video but like if you know anything about radar that's like one of the craziest videos because like that's real life data you're getting in that moment and so that's what they're talking about how much the actual real life data they got out of these reports Multiple some of them are just eyewitness reports <clears throat> yeah I mean, what I want to know is whenever Biden goes, oh, I, I shouldn't say that or I shouldn't do that, the, I'll get in trouble or, you know, they'll get they'll get mad at me. Who are they? Who's he talking about? He's talking no, about he's aliens? He's talking about the syndicate. He's talking about the syndicate. No, we, I, I, I'm sure that's not in the UAPTF No, that's, oh my God, reports. the syndicate doesn't put themselves in the disclosure. By the way, Biden's new thing that's so weird um, is that he's doing all this ASMR now where he's like whispering into the microphone and it is so odd. It's like this ASMR like podcast he's doing. for eight days. He does, he goes, but he, he talks weird. He'll be like, but I could use nukes. 
but I don't have to use nukes. Yeah, that was scary. Like, what? Why are you whispering this? <laughs> what is going on? So, anyways, back to uh, this UFO disclosure. What's the next little note we got here? We are, we were able to identify one reported UAP with high confidence. In that case, we identified the object as a large deflating balloon. The others remain unexplained. Did you capitalize others? I did capitalize others because that's important for noting, and I want to note this right now. They are going to categorize a bunch of these unexplained, uh, uh, unidentified aerial phenomena on UAPs. China, right? not China. <laughs> no, 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 no. They have a China one. But, like, the others is what they actually call this other category. And what's really crazy... Balloons and others? Along, <laughs> Those are no, categories? No, Tom DeLong on the Joe Rogan podcast, where everyone wants to make fun of Tom DeLong. His music sucks. Told, he has done. He's done so much, like in the way of like uh, uh, foretelling everything that's happened in the last three years. I think he was on the Rogan podcast in 2017, and maybe 2018. But since then, so much of what he said has come true. So much has come to light, which he said was going to come to light. And Tom DeLong also said that the government refers to the aliens. Let's call them aliens for fun as others so this is the first time that i see in the report they're actually referring to others now here's what's also interesting uh, tom delong if you're listening email us at the cool boys podcast at gmail.com <laughs> your music's fine <laughs> i like adam's song it was that was that his i don't know um uh but this is interesting yeah, so I think it is. out of 144 reports of uaps only one of them they know what it was and it was a large deflating balloon that's the only one they know what it was out of the other remaining 143 they don't fucking know 80 of those they got great data on so moving on what is the next uh, little note from the UFO disclosure from US of A the UFO aerial phenomenon task force focused on UFO <laughs> UFOs in the acronym <laughs> Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon Task Force? Yep. <laughs> you just wrote UAPTF and get it again. I don't remember. That's what they wrote. Remember, these are this is this is direct like this is directly from the report, all this content we're reading. You're reading at least. The UAP focused on reports that involved UAPs largely witnessed firsthand by military aviators and that were collected from systems we consider to be Reliable, yeah, reliable yeah, so, sources, just like fucking CNN. So the so that's the like the radar, right? All that other shit, all mm. the data they're capturing out there in the real world scenarios. But point that out. Out of this, so what they're trying to say is, out of these 144 reports, one of them being a balloon, they're mostly getting these eyewitness accounts. So the remaining, out of the 80 that are captured with actual radar data, the remaining 64 are more than likely eyewitness accounts from military aviators, U.S. Navy largely. So yeah, the, that's crazy. the Air Force is just focused on fucking not crashing. <laughs> no, no. They, it's interesting about the Air Force. So the Navy's doing a lot of this recording, and the Air Force is kind of quiet on it. And it's a little interesting, and they get into that in the report. We're probably not going to get into that too much here, so I'll just mention that right now. Fucking Brie Larson. They get into the report how literally the Air Force has been closed off, not willing to discuss anything that they are dealing with. Project Blue Book, I think, was Air Force, if I'm not mistaken. Jamie, can you check that? Nope. Do you mind checking the project? No, okay, never mind. Thanks, Jamie. 
Thanks, Jamie. Bye. All I do is read um, now, and then you talk. <laughs> That's how we get through these segments. I'm not. I can't. I can't be the read designated reading guy and the Jamie and Jamie and the Jamie. You gotta hire another well, guy. I'm gonna look into the Project Blue Book thing in the meantime. But um, yeah. So I think um, other than that, they they're like mostly like yeah. U.S. Navy is uh, reporting this shit. What's the next bad boy we got here? Uh, five potential explan. <laughs> five potential. Excellent. I knew where we were, but you, you're highlighting each one like I'm retarded. I love you. It's five politi- so five potential explanatory categories. Airborne clutter. Natural atmospheric phenomenon. USG, that's the United States government, or U.S. industrial yep. developmental programs. Project Blue Book was Air Force. So was Captain Marvel. Yay. Foreign adversary systems, that's China, and a catch <gasps> or Russia. And a catch-all, but really just China, and a catch-all other bit. Yes, other, other. That's what again. The, that's the, that's the actual classification. They do call them other, but they make fun of. It. They're like, oh, catch-all other bin. Uh, but they call them the others. They refer to them as the others. Big fan um, of the Nicole so, Kidman movie. This is what they refer to as their five potential explanatory categories. But what they're saying is that like not one. UAP can be explained necessarily by, you know, only one category. But the reality here is that, yeah, sometimes they probably encounter airborne clutter and natural atmospheric phenomenon and USG or U.S. industry developmental programs and foreign adversary systems. But that's not what those 144 reports are, except for the one that's that's actually a balloon. So uh, the 143 remaining reports... Are, are are the catch-all other bin? So that's th- that's what we're dealing with, and what what is so interesting about what's going on? They're not the Chinese thing. They're not the Russian thing. They're not UK. They're um the only other thing I can think of in my head what the other the other means if it's not alien, if it's not extraterrestrial, which they actually call the ETH, the extraterrestrial hypothesis. This is something they use in the French report. Um, they. What the, what I think it could be is what if it is if it's just simply, uh, you know, a, the private sector like a Tesla like thing, but someone beyond Tesla like real Lex Luthor like real fucking Doctor Doom Bezos like, right like what if it's that what if it is like you know literally superhero super villain level of tech <laughs> if it's just Amazon and, delivery drones man that would be a disappointment dude that would be insane um anyways okay so the next report uh, or the next note on the report we have is you Aptiva has 11 reports of undocumented or documented instances. I just see undocumented whenever I see the term documented. Oh my God. No. Uh, the, the UAPTVA has 11 reports of documented instances in which pilots reported near misses with a UAP. Yeah. So um, this is not like uh, airline pilots, like commercial airline pilots. That's something that they get into a little bit later when they discuss the FAA. Um, but I, I thought that was crazy. Like, holy shit. Like, 11 near misses is not like someone going past a balloon like and going oh i have no idea what that was or or some like you know other government like aircraft flying around or drone flying around going i have no idea what that is like they got a good close-up look of whatever the fuck these things are yeah there's a big fucking china flag on it probably (laughs) yeah it's all red (laughs) the uap would also represent a national security challenge if they are a foreign adversary so that's a really telling line in there. Sometimes with these type of uh, uh, government reports, you kind of have to look at what they're telling you and what they're not telling you. Look, read this again. 
UAPs would represent a national security challenge if they are foreign adversaries. Yeah, but you they don't capitalize the underlined would and if. Yes. Because that's the important because they because here's the reality. They don't represent a national security challenge because they aren't foreign adversaries. That's what they're saying. That's literally what they are saying no, in that line. They're that's, saying, which we I know found they're China, but we can't admit they're China because then we have to go to war with China and Biden won't go to war with China. Here's the, here's the issue with the China thing. And I do, I do, I do wonder now, Felk, to be honest. But what, what people are saying, like scientists and, that are kind of paying attention to the, the data as best as they can, there's so little data out there. But the, they're, what they're saying is that it feels like these UAPs have advanced beyond 100 years of our technology, like 100 years of our technology. Now, with, with the, the common thought process, we knew it, uh, an audio mixer at uh, Name Redacted who had a brother that worked out of the military. Uh, I don't want to say what, and he worked in Alaska, and he would tell that uh, audio mixer Dorn or not things Dorn? like – No, not Dorn. Okay. Not Dorn. No, w. not Dorn. Another one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and um, and so what he told his brother was like, dude, we are thirty years more advanced, uh, uh you know, in the military at, at his at his level than the rest of the world's technology was at the time, right? And we've talked about this in Kingsman, right? The whole joke about the iPad, and then you know, they're like, oh, what does this iPad do? The little boy, and then the big spy guy is all like, nothing. The world's caught up to it's us. A smartphone, yeah, that. it's a generic smartphone, right? So that being the case, right? So the the military has like far advanced tech. Some people talk about it as ten years advanced tech on the on the private sector. Some people say twenty years on the private sector. Our friend, quote unquote, said thirty years. His brother said thirty years on the private sector. Yeah. It doesn't matter what the number is, but ten to twenty to thirty. When you look at where Russia was in the nineties, and they were just recovering. Like from like the massive economic crash and like the, the the downing of the Berlin Wall and like you know the the Soviet Union like essentially is you know being dissolved into all the other Russian and 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 Russian states of Afghanistan Pakistan all that shit right and you have like them not being able to really move forward no it's not on, russia it's not, it's not russia no no i know i'm just talking about russia and then you have china that's like ass backwards in that time like in the 90s like ass backwards yeah. like literally not at all developing tech in, in the 90s so how were they 10 years advanced say, for 2004 the beginning of these reports yeah. that the, the united states uh government looks at for this disclosure that was the beginning of when they were starting to like be able to build no, that's 10 years that means 10 years prior they must have been a hundred years of more advanced because here's the reality in 2004 to today 2021 this tech is still like a hundred years more advanced than what we can do today quote unquote no i think it's i think the difference is is that like if, if france says oh we got we grab an iPhone when a French person's in America, bring it back. I'm like, now the French government will just manufacture iPhones for all its people. That we would, Apple would be able to sue France and use their legal international law and legal procedures. China has no such restrictions, so they can just they can just steal. It's called uh, intellectual property theft, which is the biggest thing that why why China has been able to advance as fast as they are. That and slave labor is the fact okay. that they don't respect any kind of copyright or international property law. So you're saying they're fast tracking 
our 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 tech it's always a cheat the nazis were able to advance t- uh, science and technology at a rapid pace for a simple reason they didn't care about human life and they had a lot of people jewish people to experiment on so they were able to fucking create dive charts and all kinds of advanced they maybe cloning so technology they, they, and rocket faster yeah they went faster because they didn't respect human life china doesn't respect human life has lots of slaves and also doesn't have to abide by any kind of international copyright or intellectual property law so they it's not they, oh how did china's tech advance so fast they stole it from us they just stole it and and, and no one held them accountable for it because china is so insular and also gradually hmm. our our we you know private manufacturers private companies were outsourcing all their manufacture in china so we needed them to have cheap fucking samsung galaxies and shit Okay, interesting. Okay, I think we should uh, we should move on from that because that's a really good uh, stepping off point into the French report. Because the very first thing that we want to look at at the French report is, first of all, France's UAP disclosure is 19 pages, not nine pages like the American report. Ooh la la! They say that this pro- uh, this report actually is the progress report builds on uh, 2015's report. So this is continuing their 2015 report. This is really interesting, Felk, though. The French report, what is this one little note here that's going to start off our notes on the French report? This progress report builds on the 2015 report? No, 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 the next one, the next note, sorry. They date back to 1951. 1951, China was not driving around in Tic Tacs, as people call no, them. The, then it was, UAPs. No, then the UAPs were probably from the USSR. You, so Russia was cr- created technology that still is like a hundred years. Not more Russia. R- Russia is a sovereign nation that exists today. The USSR. People do this all the time. Biden does this. Everyone talks about Putin like like Russia's still the USSR. The USSR was a global superpower that in- comprised like a lot of different like uh, a lot larger land. Russia's is like. Russia has like I think like a tenth the GDP of like a France or a Switzerland. I think you're I think you're right, but like you have okay. There's a little bit more that France. My, my point is do. is that USSR was able to do stuff like build ships in 1951 uh, that would have been really advanced. The modern Russia can probably barely build like fighter jets that equate to like eight, you know 20. Years I see ago. what you're saying. I see what you're saying. It's the same concept, right? That they were able to do mass experimentation. Yeah. Money was no object. Russia today they, is it, not what the USSR was. The fall of the USSR was catastrophic and nothing. 1951 they had technology that surpassed them being able to go into space which they didn't even do sputnik was like when when was sputnik because like well they didn't have these spaceships this was in the atmosphere nobody else is going to space so if we're seeing uips we're seeing other ships flying at our level well sputnik was 1957 so i mean to think that like that massive feat of them being able to put like a satellite in space and everyone freaking out and then to think that like in 1951 there's like UAPs that are essentially like zipping and zapping every which way and creating like breaking the laws of physics as far as we know it. Yeah, I don't. It's pretty, pretty crazy. I don't care what France was seeing in 1951. I mean, no, this is different. So France is like, is it? What they're doing is they're they're getting a bunch of collaboration from the UK and Germany, and they're trying to pull data from all over the world, and that and that's kind of like their whole deal is trying to get like data from everybody. But a lot of people are withholding data. So well, here's here's what's interesting. There's not much. There's honestly not much we're going to get into out of this 19 pages like we just got into with the nine pages of the US. But there's a few things that are important to note. So the first thing they talk about is actually this extraterrestrial hypothesis we we cannot rule out this i can't do a good french (laughs) accent this extraterrestrial hypothesis 
I can't do it. This becomes like a mesh of other languages. I'll just do this in a good old fucking American accent. Uh, okay. We cannot rule out this extraterrestrial hypothesis, quote unquote, because of the abnormal behavior of these objects. Right. Oh. And we're going to get into that. So let's talk about what the UK saw um, in the last 20 years or so. Well, this is France. Now we're not, now it's well, no. For, like I said, France is collaborating with the UK and Germany because it's all part of like their European. I bet NASA. France is collaborating with Germany. They are. So the French NASA is called 3AF, and, and I know what that's called because I looked into this report a little bit. But I didn't. I mean, I, if I can pull, if I pull the report, I get all the information. But there's essentially a UK NASA and a Germany NASA that they've also contacted with. Hmm. This is from the UK NASA, or actually, this is technically from the uh, United Kingdom's Ministry of Defense. And our work is also focused on the UK MOD report on UAP's presence in the UK airspace. This remarkable report, summarizing 20 years of research on UAP, confirms their existence without any doubt, their polymorphism, and their yep. astonishing kin kinematics? I think so. Hovering instantaneous accelerations, apparent absence of inertia. Since 1951, Polymorphism, astonishing kinematics like hovering, instantaneous accelerations, apparently. Well, this uh, reports this is all about inertia. 20 years of research, not okay. 1951. No, no, no. But okay, over 20 years. But like I'm saying, like if they're if they're dating reports on UAPs back to 1951, it takes a long time. They actually get into their report why it took so long and how many different uh committees had to be created to get to all the way to where we are today. Right. Um but that's crazy. Poly polymorphism. And they get into that a little bit about how they change shape. And they, if you look at the report, we're not going to go over it here because it's too visual. But if you look at the report, they actually have photos. And they have the different shapes. They have like the acorn, the pyramid, the sphere, and the blimp, the metal blimp or whatever they call it, the blimp. So those are – we don't know if that's one that's changing shape. The bell, the or boot, if each one the changed shape. ball, and the bone? Ooh, interesting. You know what? I, I wish it was really. I wish Fly the Navigator was more authentic. Do you know what, it, like you know it, what it is? Did the four, no. what those four shapes are? Mm -mm. Those are the four shapes of McNuggets. <laughs> All McNuggets oh come in four different shapes. I love that. Good. All right, Russian studies. Um, all right. So moving on, Russia. They have uh, reports from Russia because they talked to Russia. Russian studies. No, Felk's not, not going to believe any of this shit at all. But what what, what does it say? First, you interrupted me to introduce what I was about to read. <laughs> and then you interrupted me to say I won't believe what I'm about to read. And I, I still haven't read it. Russian studies over the period of 1950 to 1990 show a peak in research in the period 1970 to 1986 yeah. with the civilian program, the SETKA-AN, for the study of... Phenomenon called anomalies. Jesus Christ. That's what they called it. Useless. That's what Russians called them. They called them anomalies. Uh, and military program, the SETKA slash MO. Oh, for defense work for the role of the Soviet Navy seems to have been important in view of the numerous observations of flying or aquatic objects nicknamed Quakers. So one of the things you see a lot there's a lot of acronyms and dates. I don't know what that, the information was that I don't be, won't believe in that there's aquatic objects. This is this is uh, yes so, okay. So first of all, some of the conversation right now about the UAPs is that they're transmedium that they are aerodynamic and hydrodynamic, and that's that is brought up in this report as well. That that they seem to be able to enter the uh the you know different dimensions like water versus air right and like be able to like seamlessly do that without any issue 
Um, yeah, and that's a big deal funny, because the you know spaceships are designed for between zero and one atmosphere of pressure, and and being comparable to like fifty atmospheres of pressure underwater is like a totally right. different structural engineering. And unless you're J.J. Abrams, and he's like, put the Enterprise in, underwater. It fits. It fits underwater. He has another difference. No, he doesn't. No, you're right. You're absolutely but James right. James fucking right? Cameron does. James did. Um, so uh, what's interesting about the Russian aspect of this is that there's been, for years, conspiracy theories, quote-unquote, right, of Russian subs and Russian uh, uh, divers uh, for the, for whatever, for, you know, I guess their government, coming across some type of aquatic <clears throat> shit, like whether it was a vehicle, an aquatic vehicle, or potentially even there's actually conspiracy theories that they came across aquatic James life Cameron in a window just waves out of one of them James Cameron no they came across uh, aquatic aliens essentially like like the abyss um, is, is another uh, conspiracy theory that they did this in some deep ass lake I can't remember where anyways so forever there were these random like conspiracies online about this shit and then here in an actual official governmental disclosure they actually talk about this about the aquatic objects that the Russians come across all the time and they nickname them Quakers because if you're a sub, this is the beginning of the abyss. Yeah. If you're in a sub and a fucking random underwater submersible object just goes flying by, that wake, which they even call out as wake in the movie, the abyss, is going to wreak havoc on your sub. And no, no shit they would refer to them as Quakers, like earthquakers. That's awesome. I fucking was blown away by that. And again, James Cameron, The Abyss. No. What the fuck does he know, dude? Michael Bay, what does he know? <clears throat> James Cameron, what does he know? Steven Spielberg, what does he know? Uh, well, Spielberg knows how to escape to Greece, probably. Uh, Cameron, Cameron knows things because he's figured them out because he's really smart. He's super Michael smart. Michael Bay just knows meathead fucking military guys who told who just giving him, it up who just tell him shit. Cause he, cause he gets their dick sucked by playmates and like, dude, this is amazing. This is Lisa Durgin sucking my dick allegedly. And the smartest director working today, M Night Shyamalan, just makes shit up. Like maybe they they're Love allergic it. to water. They're lo- they hate water, and then he's way wrong. He's he's way off base with that one. All right, what's the next line we got here? This one's about China. If water was poison to the aliens, it seems like they wouldn't want to colonize Earth. <laughs> Don't think about that. Swing away, bitch. Swing away. All right. We have not invested. This is the report, not M. Night Shyamalan. Uh, We have not investigated China work so far. (laughs) We never fucking will. But we have noted in the archives published by the American CIA. Yeah. Yeah. uh, It's all about Tucker Carlson. (laughs) Meetings between, because they're investigating him. That's the NSA. Uh, Meetings between Russia and Chinese experts in the early 1990s. The People's Republic of China, PRC, responds right. to the Pentagon's report on UAPs with a statement relating a similar observation of regular incursions into Chinese airspace by balls, acknowledging <laughs> that this poses a security problem. Oh yeah, we we have we have UAP too. <laughs> we, we see them all the time. Uh, yeah, F- fuck off. <laughs> You're doing so. This. So okay. So what this what this is to me which I think is kind of interesting is that um, the the French report like was either expecting the American report to be way more thorough than it was because it wasn't 
Or the French are just flat out outing everyone. They're like, fuck you. America, your CIA like totally got the Russian and Chinese conversation in the 1990s. Because there's a few other times where it feels like in the report they're just like outing people. Like either – like literally it feels like – because there's, there's other points in, the, in this report that are great. Um, it's actually this next line. Go ahead and read it. What's this next line say? It will be interesting to hear the American experience feedback, lol. Right. Yeah. And I wrote LOL because like the American feedback was pretty much like, we aren't going to say what the fuck these things are. We're not, we're not going to tell you if we don't know. And we're not going to tell you if we didn't know. And France is all like, we're, we're telling the world, right? Like this is the whole thing. We're telling the world. And, and then it, it kind of feels like, oh no, France, France like worked really hard, like over the course of a week to get their essay for their final, like totally rock hard for school. And they like had like, they had photos, they had multimedia, they had captions, they had a, a, like a table of contents. They had quotes at the beginning from Albert Einstein and like, and like Descartes. <laughs> America like, just, just brings its dog to school. Dude, um, literally <laughs> France had a cover page. France had a cover page and all this shit. America's literally like a black and white report. It's not, it's barely put together. It's like so like last minute. It's like, it's like this person was procrastinating like a motherfucker. Like, oh shit! Oh, the disclosures due tomorrow. My geode. Fuck. I, I spent a lot of time on my geode collection. My <laughs> yeah. geodes preserve respect, and America shows up with a dog. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of it's kind of funny because like a lot of the French report feels like they're either outing everyone, like Russia and China, right here with the American CIA stuff. They call out a few times the American CIA. Literally, they talk out about the American CIA and what they found a few times in the French America, report. America is it some kind of walking clock? You know what? I highly recommend, listeners, please check out the French uh, Disclosure if you're actually interested in a little bit more about UAPs. Now, Felk, yeah. let's get into a little bit more about what's happening soon. July 18. Where are we at? We're 44 minutes. Okay. So let's get into some abductees posts and comments we touched upon some abductee last week when uh we talked about the dr dre um potential that dr dre might be coach so let's learn a little bit more about what abduct some abductee says about these aliens friend of friends as throw alien calls them and maybe a little bit more about dr dre being potentially coach let's read the bulk of this thing here yeah, just go ahead and read it straight through, and you know we'll we'll take breaks. All right. I'm sure you'll interrupt me. <laughs> wait, wait. Now, hang on. This is some abductee, not throw alien. This right? is some abductee. So I we need a new voice. Uh, do you have another person to hire? Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what to do. Do a little more happy chipper, because this guy is a lot more chipper than throw alien was. Okay. All right. This is the information on the nine seventeen or nineteen seven. Yeah, this was this was a post called nineteen dot seven, um, uh, because they are in a different part of the world, so it's not July eighteenth yeah, for them. July nineteenth, okay. All right, hold on, let me readjust my balls. They've, they've, yes. They've, they've oh my god, gone blow. Are they sweaty? No. Look at the AC. Mine are blasting. pretty sweaty right now. Do you gold bond, by the way? I use uh, fresh balls. Is it? It's a fucking product called fresh balls. Yeah. Oh, I use Gold Bond. I just shake it all over the place. Gold Bond like, is no, no powder is no good. You need you need a deodorant cream. I'm from I'm, rub- I'm from Houston, man. You have to put deodorant on your balls. Oh yeah. Oh, I I whenever I travel to Houston or anywhere in that area, I, I always cover it up uh, in Gold Bond. But wait, wait. I need to know more about Fresh Balls. We'll get into that it's later. It's a cream. You rub it on you. No, no. You rub it on your balls. Yeah. And your taint. Yes, definitely taint. And you rub it on your asshole? Oh, no? yeah, asshole taint. 
lower balls. All the parts are getting sweaty. What about under your dick and around your dick and on your like penis tip? I don't think it tastes good, so I don't mm. rub it onto my dick because you never know. You never know when you never your dick's going to get tasted. It's true. You never know. All right. You never know. Let me read this fucking thing. Not in 2021. Hey! Hey! This is a true story! Hey! Hey! I cannot... Hey, Falcon. Everyone who starts off a story with this is a true story, you can believe them. You got like fucking seven sentences, words in there. Not the first sentence. Hey! hey. <laughs> this is a true story I cannot prove. I'm from a country where English is not the main language, so the post is translated, and I apologize for that. I prefer not to expose the country because I am small. Since 19... No, I, know, I, know it what, I know what it says. <laughs> Since 1993, I'm regularly kidnapped by the same group of aliens who kidnap throwaway alien. They are the only group that kidnaps people. They call themselves Rehokim. We talked about that. And they are here subordinate to another race of aliens called Haverim. Mm. I do not know why they introduced themselves as friends of friends to Alex... <gasps> But I can cry check, but I can't. Oh shit! But I can find the logic in that. The Haverim are an alien race that cultivates humanity, and they are the race that is expected to be revealed to the world on nine seven, July seventeenth, or July, no, July nineteenth. I yep. guess in the U.S. it is eight point seven. Over the years, eighteen point seven, eighteen point seven, eighteen. Yeah, over the years. I have had many conversations with the Riho Kim, but most of them I do not remember well, as I was under the influence of drugs. Yes. Since 2018, they have not contacted me at all, and I am worried, but also curious to see if writing this post will change anything. Pretty sure I know who Throwalian is. His name is Alex. Yeah, you just said his name. <laughs> he actually pretty much revealed himself by telling about his friendship with the famous coach who asked me and others not to talk about him and reveal his name. He is not very famous as people think. And for Whoa. example, in my country, they have hardly ever heard of him. So this might be a racist country if we're going with it. Yes, the very racist, very racist. But he is a dangerous man. And if I black. was not a... Well, that tracks for Dr. Dre more than Chris Pratt, although I don't know how dangerous Dr. Dre really is. I bet Chris Pratt could actually hum, motherfucker. With a bow, probably. Yeah, crossbow. Wearing a leather vest. Yes. But he's a dangerous man, and if I was not afraid of him, I would happily tell who he is. This but, guy's racist as fuck. But he is one <laughs> who can also kill. He also has a special connection with the Riho Kim, and they give him kind of a backup. Yeah, interesting. Okay. Like Alex. What else does he say? Like Alex, I also know very little about the big picture. But I think I know a little more than him. And I actually what? decided to write here to share important details I know about the 1907. Okay, this is where some of Duck D feels false to me. Where he all of a sudden, he's the lion, he's the dolphin, he's the deep blue that actually knows what the people are doing on the boat. What the, Actually knows what the people are doing in the jeep on the safari. Like... Uh, you protest a little too much, and it feels that that feels a little, a little false. However, some of it feels true later on, so who knows? As Alex said, the Riho Kim 
are this is these are numbered by the way. This is number one. These are number one. He is detailed as uh, these are just paragraphs, but they have numbers. Number one, as Alex said, the Riho Kim are leaving the ha- and the Haverim are about to be exposed to humanity. But I know nothing about maps or locations, and I have never seen soldiers at the station. Wow. Hey, Mached. No, yes, number two. The guy that I always talk about, that I say Amir or something, and I'm always wrong. It's Haim Ashed. Haim. Haim Ashed. Number two, you're probably right. Haim Ashed, the famous Israeli who recently said that the aliens made contact with humanity, is connected to what is about to happen on the 197. And I also think I saw him once the last time I was at the station in 2018. He was there with many other Israelis. I am not from Israel. But I recognize Israelis. So this is weird. So he feels like he's purposely trying to like be like, I'm not Israeli, but like you just said the famous Israeli Isra- Israeli Chaim Ashed, and you're like, wait a second. Well, they speak English. Most people don't refer to Dr. Dre as famous, but Chaim Ashed is super famous. It, it makes me think that this dude is Palestinian is or Israeli or something like that, or Turkish or Jordanian or something. Well, he said he's from a area. small country, but uh, Palestine's not a country, Ballard. Well, then Jordanian, I think, would be okay. Do they have internet? Oh, yeah, they do. They're fucking like a little America out there. Uh, not Number three, not related to 1907, but Alex is wrong about the station when he describes it as a spaceship. It is a building located on the dark side of the moon. Dude, okay, he actually get, talks about in the comments how he knows that information, but give me a break. How do you know that information? That's insane. That's insane. That is, that is like, wow. There's a lot of comments. We're not going into all the comments tonight. No, no, no. We're not going to all the comments. Well, there's actually not the main comments of his that actually matter because some of them are total bullshit, things you don't need to read. All right, moving on. Uh, we're seeing where I was like, Dark Side of the Moon. Number four. Number four! Wait, no, I didn't do three. Yeah, you did. You did three. This would be good people. Number four. I was, I was told, okay. I was told by the Ryukim that Israel and the U.S. Wait, no, 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 no. You're, you're down too far. You're down too far. Go up higher. Sorry. Oh, he, he has two fucking numbered lists. Yes, yes. Yeah, because he's numbering. Yeah, he numbers a bunch. I scrolled down too far. Yeah. yeah, that's why there's a lot of comments we're skipping. <laughs> number four. Let's not, yeah. Let's not, number four, I have no idea why, but Israel and the U.S. are particularly concerned about what is about to happen on the 19-7. I hate that he phrases it that way. Even though I it concerns too. the whole world. Trump, number five, Trump knows nothing about what is going to happen. I asked him directly the last time I was there. <laughs> I asked them directly the last time I was there. Yeah, they really even him. laughed at the question. Yeah, the friends of friends, the Rehokim. Number six. They laughed. By the way, Throw Whalian did say they laughed as well. Yes, okay. Consistency. Number six, what is about to happen on 19.7 is an event on an historic scale that has not happened for thousands of years. It's by their words. Wow. Number seven. I cannot wait. Can't wait when it's just a day. <laughs> Nothing this happens. Day. No one texts you happy birthday. Number seven. Oh, I'm so sorry. What's I'm going sorry. to happen is probably related to air pollution in some way because they talked about it more than once. Okay. <laughs> I guess we're all well, good. there's a lot of concern. Here's the other thing. So throw Whaley and talked about how he saw a map and there was like locations all over the world, but one of them was like Wyoming area. Well, if you think about the mega volcano, super volcano that's under Yellowstone, um, 
And then you think about that, like, scientists are like, yeah, this thing is kind of acting up right now. We're not really sure what's going on with this thing. But don't worry about it. It's got, like, another 100,000 million years, whatever, left on it. It's not going to do anything. And then this little thing, air pollution in some way. Hmm. Number eight. Uh-oh. Is the fucking super volcano going to explode everywhere? Well, would, well, then that wouldn't even be aliens. That would just be a volcano. Mm-hmm. Number well, eight. maybe they know about it. The report is about to come out has been carefully planned by the Riho Kim years ago. and The report we just talked about. And in my opinion, is intended to prepare the ground for what is about to happen. But I do not know what is it, what it is going to include. Fucking nothing. Okay. It included nothing. Right, yeah. Now remember, this came out on May 29th, 2021 at 7.07.59 a.m. Dun, dun. Some abductee was a little bit wrong on number eight. The report has nothing to precede no shit. Any mass hysteria in July. One of them so, was a balloon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was it. Yeah, we don't want the balloon. That's all we really knew. Everything else, we don't really know what it is. All right. Okay, what does he say? How does he wrap this up? In addition, it is important for me to note that they are good people and that their attitude towards us is somewhat reminiscent of our attitude towards dogs and pets hmm. in general. They think we're cute, but they usually do not express emotion. They claim that the experiments they do in us are ultimately for the benefit of the human race as a whole. Unlike Alex, like, like Nazis. Life, yeah. Unlike Alex, my life was not ruined as a result of the kidnappings. Maybe because in my case, I have a supportive family and a spouse who also accompanied me on one of the last occasions. The experience is very strange, but overall, life goes on as usual, and everyone thinks you are laughing when you talk about it. What? One last thing. I don't know what that meant. I don't know what that meant either. One last thing I wanted to say is that I am personally excited for what is to come on the 19-7, and already looking forward to the day when I will be able to talk to everyone about the Rio Kim and my experiences with them. I have no idea about this thing that they're ta- taking people back to their planet as alex wrote but i really do not think it's their plan for me i've never heard of them actually doing that bye in the meantime i'll answer bye. questions only here oh my god wow and then what's his immediate response like the very next thing he says like two hours later okay i'm just gonna say <laughs> it coach is dr dre who's <laughs> a killer like, and can have you murdered according he to just, him he doesn't give him. a shit he just flat out just said it. He's like, okay, okay. You, you twisted my arm. It's been two hours. I'll say it. <laughs> I had no idea when we talked about it last week that literally the Dr. Dre was his second comment or his second like response on his own post. Now, okay, here's what's interesting. Someone else talked about this in the uh, the Reddit thread, the uh, Throwaway Alien. Um, they talked about how Throwaway Alien's original post was – in the middle of an, an, an abductee ask Reddit thread, a, a, a place where they could get buried very quickly, throw away. I've talked about this on the podcast a lot. The idea that he could be buried immediately and it was just comments and it was just like, it was hard to find it. If you know, it was, it was just random and it was in the middle of all this shit. He was not looking for attention. Right. Yeah. And so, that's what gives so much credibility for me to throw away alien. This was the I mean, person again, not he looking was for writing attention. it in a way that made it seem like that. Whereas this guy doesn't really bother. He's like, hi. This guy, <laughs> yeah, this guy's like having the time of his fucking life, yeah. right? He outs Dr. Dre 
two hours after he posts. <laughs> like, this guy's having the time of his fucking life. He outs Alex before he even says who exactly Alex is as throwaway alien. When he finally, like, even describes that he outed Alex. Like, it's like, that's, it's very weird. It's a very weird post. Okay, so there's a, a few more that I think are interesting to get into um, that he talks about. Um, let's look real quickly. Uh, he, he responded on May 30th, 2021. And he elaborates there. I'm not sure of what's important. Oh, you know what he does talk about here? Here, look at this one. So look at number 11. He did just for for our own, you know, edification, what, what Rehokim and Havram mean. I know these were Hebrew names. See that part? Yep. I know these are Hebrew names. Rehokim means for people. And Havram means friends. This is why it makes sense to me that they presented themselves to Alex as friends of friends. I don't know much about their relationship with Israel, but there is a strong connection between the Rehokim, Israel, and the U.S. I have no idea why. They never revealed this to me. (laughs) I personally think that there's a big cover-up by Israel and the U.S. that is going to be exposed when the Havarim arrive. And that's why they are so worried. The Rehokim don't seem to care about that at all. Please ask more questions. This is oh, yeah, much for easier sure. for me to answer questions than write free text. Yep. So he goes on to talk a little bit more about the Rio Kim and Israel connections and stuff like that in Hebrew and Sounds H. Sounds like this and... guy just hates <laughs> the Jews. Or, or is he Jewish. loves them. I don't know. Yeah, or, or is Israeli and he just keeps like saying he's not Israeli. I, I, so, I swear I'm not Israeli at all. Um, but to get to some throwawayian comments and things like that, if you go to June second, twenty twenty one, seven thirty three, fifty two a.m. Dun dun Felk and read the that one. They just told me. They just told me that we're on the dark side of the moon. They just told me. They just told me. I also never saw windows <laughs> on the station. I don't think the station has windows at all. I yeah. was always taken to the station in those same tic tac chips. Alex describes. But these ships can change color, actually. Ooh. How Alex, he knows this. What? He knows this information. They changed color. Alex He's said that, that, yeah, like, uh, Ikea is probably figuring out how to think things change color. But I guess the aliens got that covered in their Tic Tacs. Alex said they were kind of blue, but sometimes they're kind of white when they land in the station. Edit. They're always blue on Earth, though. What? Okay, this, okay, so what's funny is someone later will comment on that, and they'll say, like, Tic Tacs are white, though, and, and like, people said that, like, Commander Fravor, something to that effect, and he's like, oh, yeah, I guess they could be white, too. <laughs> like, it's totally, like, whatever. All this blue shit I just mentioned that was important. Um, let's go to the next, uh, the very next uh, comment he does at 7.45.30 a.m., boom, boom, at June 2nd, they 2021. Look, they look just like Alex described them. He didn't lie in that part at all. He didn't lie. He didn't lie. <laughs> they look like something between a typical gray alien for the movies and a human. They're not scary at all, at least to me. I really don't know. Wanted to talk about their technology. I really don't want to talk about their technology because I know that's one thing they want to keep as a secret. But Alex already gave out many details about that. Too many. And he didn't lie about that either. Fucking liar. He didn't lie. Regardless He's of where <laughs> they come from, I only know that it's very far from Earth. Hence the name Reho Kim. Oh. But I have no idea about the close to the side think they told Alex. <gasps> I don't think he made that up. But I, if he was using translator, why would it uh, have think wrong to thing? Yo. Oh. 
You gotta fell got him. I'm saying uh, it, whatever the language is also has the word the unrelated words thing and think are one letter apart. Maybe uh, maybe he uh, that, that that's very wise by the way. That's a very good catch. I think there's a or way, do you mean you thing? <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah, uh, that's really a good catch. I don't catch, think he made that up, but I have no idea what it's supposed to mean or what they told why they told him that. So I was going to say this a little later, but I, one of the things that I always look to um, when I feel like someone's like lying, like Bob Lazar, like I, I, I do I wonder if Bob Lazar saw something, knows something, but made up a lot because uh, he, he would always – and other people have talked about this too. I've actually heard other people mention this online finally. It was great. To not be the only person that felt this way. I've said this on the podcast before that he would always go to this thing where he would say like, "Oh, I'm having my migraine right now." Like when you ask him a real tough question, "Oh, God, yeah. oh migraine's kicking in," and it, it feels like this cheap like you know scapegoat he has like this escape plan like, "Oh, I'm out, I'm out, migraine." Now they can't bug me anymore. No more questions on that. It's too tough. Ow, migraine. So this whole thing earlier on of like English isn't my first language, so pardon me. Felt like this cheap way to garner sympathy yep. from the audience and at the same time explaining mistakes and 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 it feels false to me and you just actually found evidence of it being potentially false so good job that was really smart yeah uh so where should i skip to no just continue continue from there Ugh. there's some good stuff about dr drake coming up as well <clears throat> Uh, they they don't, don't speak to me. They don't. Yeah, no. They don't speak sorry. to me in Hebrew. So sorry. They speak to me in my language, not Hebrew or English. <laughs> but they still use these Hebrew names for some reason. They never told me why. Yeah, but this going to end with Hebrew. they're just the Jews. I, I swear mean. I'm not Israeli. All right, so moving on. Um, later on June second, uh, that morning, he talks about a little bit about Dr. Dre. I think either this person doesn't understand the geopolitical. Uh, situation of Israel or is Israeli or maybe hates Israelis I I don't like how vague it is I think it's an Israeli person who is, is trying to be like I'm not Israeli <laughs> Israel is a politically fraught situation and it's 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 kind of disconcerting to not know which direction this is going in he's already said that Dr. Dre is the kind of person who could have him kill and a killer. That's a wild accusation that has some pretty you heavy bet. racial coding. <laughs> you know? It does. It does. So, so uh, uh, we'll, 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 and now he just keeps bringing up, you know, I don't know why they use Jew language, but, <laughs> you know. We'll, <laughs> <laughs> where is this going? All right. Where, well, I don't want you guys to know who I am. And I also don't want to reveal my first name since I'm still a little afraid of Dr. Dre finding this post somehow oh, and no. killing me because that's what they owe people do, right? <laughs> Even though I'm that, that was me adding in making fun of his racism. Even though I'm pretty confident that this will never happen. I'm still taking precautions, though. I don't know Alex's last name. I'm not a friend of his. And but I, if he, he did, he would out Alex for sure. He called him a liar. And I really yeah, yeah. don't think he even remembers my first name. I have no idea how you guys can help out. I don't really think you have any way to reach him. Yeah, I think that's because it. everybody's sad. They feel bad for Throw Whaling. He sounded pretty uh, sad. All right, so moving on. Later that uh, morning, he continues with... The same process as Alex described. That 
They land their oh, yeah. tic-tac he's, shapes. Ta- he's talking about uh, uh, the actual encounter and, and actually being abducted. Quote yeah, unquote. these are responses to questions we also don't have. Again, uh, the, the reason the responses are missing is because some abductee actually deleted their profile and the entire post. Yeah. All right. And so they only did about- that. We talked about this last week. They only did that because Dr. Dre and his documentary filmmaker friend about aliens got wind of the post and apparently had him killed. And, well, and he and they, at least they helped in shutting down the post. Apparently, that's all allegedly. Allegedly, all right. Allegedly, so somebody's asking about his abduction process. Correct. The same process as Alex described. They land their Tic Tac ship somewhere near my house, usually in a big field, and then they just find me and invite me to come. I also never tried to say no, <laughs> unlike Bill Cosby's accusers. Oh. <laughs> I don't think they would even listen, just like Bill Cosby wouldn't. <laughs> they usually come when I'm alone, just like Bill Cosby. But there were a few occasions in which they also met my spouse and my father. Huh. As I said, my spouse once came with me. She actually asked them to join. I hope your and spouse they had no comes problem every with time it. with you. You know what I mean? Oh! Uh, baby. She actually asked them to join and they had no problem with it. She no regretted problem, this, baby. She regretted this later and she never wants to, to join again. But they I really always don't do. Get into they always regret it and they never want to join again. Yeah. <laughs> this sounds like a three way. <laughs> they tried to it fuck turned her. out real bad. Like I said, yeah. I can I can talk, but I don't want to since some things, some are, things personal are personal and unpleasant to talk about. Oh, so unpleasant. Oh, the dick in the ass. Number three. Number three. Telepath. Thanks. <laughs> Telepathically <laughs> in my language and sometimes with their mouth in their language. Which is, they said. Uh, How do they get blowjobs? Like, mm. Honestly, when I think of throw aliens account of their language of, mm, I think of crash test dummies. Yeah. Of, mm. Mm. There was this girl who got into the internet about throwaway aliens. I love that voice. I don't know. This is making things up. I don't have any more to go. And then she, her name was Diane. I remember some. Yeah, no. She got taken away to aliens. Friend of friends. All right, there you go. We're not in sync. We're not in sync. <laughs> no, right. we're not. Number th- right, yeah, no. Number four. I never saw number this four. woman, but her drawings are pretty close. I would guess she's <gasps> in a drawing? close relationship with some abductee, huh? Oh. But if she- wait, I thought this was some abductee, or he just means no. some abductee. Oh shit! Yeah, but if yeah, she- no, that's just he wrote that. Yeah, he wrote that randomly. But if she was being abducted herself, her drawings would be more accurate. I have no idea Stupid why bitch. she talks about the fall of twenty twenty one, but that's interesting. <gasps> maybe. Something else is going to happen then. Or maybe yeah, like the giant means, fucking yeah. mega volcano exploding in Yellowstone. Okay, moving on. No, they use their names with everyone. Also with English speakers. I guess somebody's oh, asking, he's, do, he's do they use to the, the Jew names with fucking English yeah. speakers? So do they use those Jew names? I'm, right, not, saying, I'm, not, I'm not dropping hard, Jay. I love the Jewish people. I'm, I'm referring to this person's possible anti-Semitism. Oh, they also might be Jewish. It's it's always very difficult to tell with with uh, the internet yeah. when it comes to Israel. <laughs> All right, uh, and I'm Jewish as far as we're concerned. Okay, so yeah, June second. That 2nd, must be why you're always celebrating Christmas. 
Well, I celebrate I celebrate the other holidays. I just yeah, I love Christmas is the best, baby. I mean, other than Halloween. All right, here here we go. That's We're pains. now getting into what Alex lied about when he keeps calling Alex a liar, but he was always pessimistic or or, or condescending um, or uh, uh, passive aggressive by being like. He didn't lie about this. Well, what did he lie about, some abductee? What did Throw Whalian lie about? He lied about... Thanks. He lied about Dr. Dre and his other <gasps> friend who died of cancer. Yeah, without the questions, <gasps> we need to preface what? these with some kind of degree of, like, what's happening here. Uh, that wasn't I'm a trying. sarcastic thing, so it came off a little sarcastic. I want to be clear here. I thought it's it like, was okay. We, I liked it. We need to... We do, like, some of these are just, like... Because like like what what the fuck we have to you can figure it out the context of what was clearly asked, uh, right? But like without the questions, Some. it's I mean it, the, this whole post is weird because he's also going like he lied he starts with he lied about Dr. Dre, all right, and his other friend who died of cancer. He switched their ages. I don't Sam. remember that other yeah okay Sam and Coach are the two he switched the ages of. I don't yeah. remember that other friend's name. I think Alex called him Sam here, but he was actually his age, and Dr. Dre is about 10 years older than them. But he, throwawayian, this is, this is a tricky one. He, but throwawayian said Dr. Dre, quote unquote coach, was his age, and Sam was 10 years older. I guess he felt more comfortable with this lot. That was a tricky. This person is having a lot of fun playing with this story at this point they're like yeah yeah this nah he's like lying like he, he changed the ages he changed the ages this feels literally weird. nothing about what throw alien said points to dr dre here's what i think is happening i'm I, that was tough for me to read i started reading it then you prefer and i was like what the fuck's happening here then you preface what was happening and then i understood it but there's a lot of he's and his that, yes. that 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 don't work without context. He never even mentions Throwawayian here. He refers to Alex, who right. again we just found out is named Alex, not Throwawayian. Crazy, right? It's big. This is huge. And all the details about who Coach were, which is that he's younger and that he became really he was sort of famous maybe and then became really famous around 2014. None of that applies to Dr. Dre. So what I'm I'm seeing is that this dipshit just said, "Ah, he's Dr. Dre" because he thought he thought of I was that would be a funny name. Realized none of that was. Then says, "All right, he reversed the ages when somebody calls him out on this." Yes. Uh, no nobody uh the next day or whatever or yeah. no days later, days later. Let's continue with this. Um, I don't want a dedicated sub forum or something like that. You could think I'm lying. I'm okay with that. I have no proof. Okay. Okay. That's... Keep in mind, he didn't dedicate a sub forum like kind of the throwaway alien Reddit right forum and all that stuff. But like, but like, you did a post. Remember, throwaway alien was never a post. It was it was a random account in a giant ask Reddit, and that's different. That's vastly different than this. So, yeah, you don't want to you you don't want attention some abductee, but. Everything you just did for the last few days here on this post was attention. If you if you don't want attention, you wouldn't be posting on Reddit. So let's just throw out the whole I don't want attention theory. Yeah, but there is something to be said about about trying to bury yourself in a haystack. You know what I mean? There is something to be said about that as opposed to an actual post, flat out post. Unless you think that that would give it credibility and that outweighs the yeah. significance of that's of some three D chess report. though. That's some three D chess going on, and that is very possible that you can't. Only say that Trump could play four D chess. 
Only, yeah, no, fuck, are you kidding me? Usually right they now, say 40, tra- 40 chess in terms of strategy. 3D chess, I mean, would technically just be... I think 3D chess is actually more accurate because it's like not yeah. 40 yet, but it's still above. I mean, chess is a 2D game. Yeah, well, I mean, the the chess, the, the 4D chess is, is obviously Star Trek Next Generation. It may have appeared on the original series, but it's just like three or four less, like tiers. I don't know why it's 4D unless maybe there's a moving time backwards component to the game as well as the different tiers of chess. Also, I'm pretty sure 200 years from now, they'll still just be playing regular chess. Chess is, chess is classic and perfect. There is, I mean, right? the 40, like, because, because nerds look at everything from Star Trek, they have looked at the boards from the thing and figured out rules of the game, but the game's in no way better than just regular chess. <laughs> and only oh, really? That's Star awesome. Trek nerds will play it, yeah. That's fantastic. You can play it. I mean, it's, it's it's a playable game, but I'm sure it's pretty terrible and frustrating. But in no terms of like uh, the 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 strategy of of what he, he was doing, yeah, uh, this guy lacks the strategy of throw alien across the board. I'd say he just seems to be randomly throwing up things. What's the nice. what, what's the sub What's the question here for this next one? Um. Oh, okay, so I guess uh, someone, uh, there was a video about how Dr. Dre just went missing recently and apparently had, like, a brain aneurysm or some shit, and he's okay. referring to this person linking this video, video for some abductee about Dr. Dre being missing and why he may have been abducted or on the ship long in that period of time. Okay. Uh, wow! Cool that you have found that video about Dr. Dre missing. It's probably related to the yeah. Riho Kim and in what year did it happen? Probably. I it's really interested. Yes, yeah, this person didn't even know about this. He's like, oh, shit. Yeah, that's totally it. Of course, that's total yeah. Riho Kim. <laughs> in what year did it happen? I'm really interested in this. Not, did it happen in this year? Because that's when Dre was up there. He asks, what right. year did it happen? When so did that, that happen person so could I can fit it into my timeline? So then that person could say, oh, it was in 2017. He's like, that's when I saw Dre. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like, that's, uh, that's, that's how you know uh, psychics do it, which we'll and get into on then. season three, I think. Uh, I'm really interested in this regarding Dr. Dre's brain aneurysm. I know mm. one more abductee who died due to something like that a few years ago might be related as well, but also might be a coincidence. Of course. Regarding Dr. Dre becoming more famous after Alex first wrote about him, I don't know if that's true. He was always famous. This might be another lie that Alex what? used just to feel more comfortable with exposing his friends. Some abductee, you literally outed Alex's name, so you exposed far more than he did, if any of your shit is true. And on top of that, it makes sense that he would try to throw people off with dates if any of this is true, as you're saying. I don't know how true this is. This is a little... Yeah, these next- a little... Much. These next these next ones are just kind of contextless, but I think they're the same Tic Tacs. I guess it could be white on Earth as well. Someone must have they saw white. Yeah. Remember the color? He's like, they're only blue. They're only blue on Earth. And I guess it like, could be oh, white, yes, as, they're on white. Earth as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess they're white. I guess so. <laughs> I'm guessing you don't know. The, unless you know the actual question, you've not pre- pre-read this one and figured out the context behind it. I don't know. Uh-oh. I never saw them. <laughs> I know he never. He doesn't know. He never saw whatever it was. Okay, moving on. And then some what abductee. What happened on June six at around eleven thirty a.m.? Dun dun. Some abductee deleted their profile. Yeah, that's when Dr. Dre got word of everything and shut that motherfucker down. Jam records or whatever. 
if you want to know more about that, check out our episode last week, Throw Whaley and Mask of the July 8T, because we got into uh, a little bit more about Dre shutting that shit down. But, Felk, let's do something before we wrap it up here. Yeah. Let's look at this last little Reddit thing, uh, July 8T, the movie. Oh, the poster? Felk, what do you see here? Yeah, you see it. What do you see? See a poster of... It might be an original rendering of a triangle with some some nice emission shaders on it, uh, little circles. Uh, Chris Pratt and Dr. Dre are yes. in the movie July AT. The tagline they've selected <laughs> is "Time for a trip." That's the subtitle. The aliens might be cut out stills from the X Files. I'm not sure. Um, they don't, they're Ooh. a little more ripped. <laughs> Uh, Chris Pratt and uh, Dr. Dre are both on the cover. Uh, not from other movies, but looks like just press photos they took. Dr. Dre looks a little bit like that's actually from um, the uh, the music video, I Need a Doctor, which is what we referenced last week. Yeah. He, uh... And Chris Pratt just looks classic Chris Pratt. Felk, what is the alien holding? What is that? Salt. That's right. And you know what we did for that? We upvoted salted this post did it uh user reddit user bhc317 great poster felt there are credits to this movie july 18th time for a trip arriving july 18th what do the credits say it's an interesting director choice um the office of naval intelligence presents a tom delong production <laughs> a in, tom DeLong production. in association with the cia the CIA! A film by Barry Sonnenfeld. I guess because of the I Men in Black it. connection. Men in Black, baby. July 8 starring Chris Pratt, Dr. Dre, featuring Danny DeVito as Jack and Anna what? Kidrick as Gina. That's interesting <gasps> casting. Score wow. by Trent Reznor. That's wishful. Love it. And the, but also the soundtrack, I'm not sure that, that's not really how that works, is by uh, BHC317, who I guess the is, user. I guess is an artist. Uh, well, I, I want to hear your soundtrack. Yeah. Share it with us. It's also, Felk, what is it rated? R. No, 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 Felk. You know how to say it. Rated R. No, say it. Rated R. Fine. Yeah. Great. <laughs> well, honestly, I love this poster. Chris Pratt, Dr. Dre, everything we've been about when it came to throw Whaley in is all wrapped up in this poster. The Salt, the X-Files. The Earth, the everything. Hey, Felk, let's think of some other coach possibilities real quick. So Conan O'Brien just ended his show. Bill Cosby is free, as we've talked about earlier. Yeah. And Donald Rumsfeld just died, quote unquote. Maybe not. Maybe he's prepping his uh, time to leave. Is it possible coach could have been Donald Rumsfeld and he's just preparing his uh, time to leave? He's, he's getting his bags packed? That's, disre that's disrespectful to a great man. He started a lot well, of. Well, what about Bill Cosby? Is he wars. free? Is Bill Cosby free now to be able to uh, leave with uh, Jack and Gina? I don't think there's. I don't think the age or anything works with Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby's insane. I guess that he did kind of become insane. extra famous in 2014 when he, we found out. Yeah, because we all found. People. No, he didn't start. He had already, he had been raping for 30 years, right. but, but we found out it, yeah. that he had been. Well, we actually found out in 2004 when it originally came out, but it was uh, up to, uh, what was it, uh, what's his fucking name, the DA Caster, who, like, shut it down because he was like, yeah, it's going to be a hung jury. Like, there's no reason to do this trial. And then literally they had a trial, and it was a hung jury, and then they retried him, and he was guilty on all accounts, and then he served some jail time. And then 
they the the, the Pennsylvania uh, uh, Supreme Court went. Hmm. Actually, we have to honor his original plea deal with the original uh, d district attorney. So even though it was an older, dis another district attorney that actually handled the retrial, because Cosby made this like deal with the other guy, Castor, and he's not even here anymore. We're gonna honor the original precedent. Sorry, he's free. Oops. And now, meanwhile, Twitter's going. White women are supremacists, and that's the reason Cosby's free. <laughs> That was an actual uh, guy. That's an actual people. That's a, that's people. A, that's a, yeah, it was one of the, one of the BLM guys. Oh, and then and then Conan O'Brien ended his show. He, of course, he says he has he's gonna have other shows. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure Conan Coach Conan wishes is gonna have uh, other shows when he leaves on July 18th. We'll Conan see. Conan wishes he could fucking get abducted. That would be pretty amazing. I don't know if we have time this week to get into any throwawaylian comments. No, let's just move on. Let's let's move let's move on to the X Files. Season three. First eight episodes. Let's do it. Yeah. Uh do, 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 however it goes. <laughs> do you, is that you not seriously know the fucking th four notes of the X Files theme? I it's don't. More than four. Don't, I, I'm horrible. I'm horrible Tones? with music. No. I mean, that's, that's closer than whatever you just did. No way. I mean, I, I at least got I got the ethereal part right or something. That, that was horrible. No, the, you just did. That was really bad. That part? The, that's better. That's, that's better. the end. Do, 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 do. I can't do it. I'm fucking. I'm, to, I'm tone deaf, dude. I'm fucking retarded. Right. That's right. I equated all tone deaf people to retards. All right. Season three, episode one. Yeah, Mallory's now watching eight episodes. Perhaps. So we'll see. Where does that get us to? I'll believe. It gets us to the next three episodes. It gets to July 18th, baby. Oh, that's a fucked up episode. Oblete? What is? Sorry. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's tonight's episode. Yeah, Obliet. Obliet. Um, but starting it off. Yeah, you didn't get your DC or uh, fucking uh, seven thirty one. That's the that's the interesting shit. That's too bad. Yeah, that's. I'm happy to be able to have some delicious mythology episodes next week. Yeah. But let's talk about actually what the fuck happened at the beginning of season three, because the beginning of season three is a major follow through on the cliffhanger from the end of season two yeah, Mulder's potentially dead yeah and you don't get Mulder like in any of episode one no. practically right it's amazing uh well you do yeah about halfway through you find out maybe a little later you find out he's he is still alive uh so Valor how did mm -hmm. Mulder get out of that tricky situation I don't know. Really? You watched the episode? Yeah, I don't know. I watched the episode. I don't know how he got out of it. Uh, there were, he got an alien. He like escaped somehow. I don't know how. The, al the aliens had been tunneling out of the, the car before they were burned, and he, he he apparently got through that whatever and, and managed to get to some rocks. Is when they pulled the they rocks. Were they were gas. They were gas with cyanide. When they pulled the rocks out. No, they were also burned, but they might have been burned after they were killed. Uh, the 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 aliens are are in that like little crevice with him, so he he had he had managed to survive. It's really not clear, <laughs> and it no, kind of feels like they just kind of hand waved that whole problem. One of the things that's really great 
about X-Files so far that I've seen with seasons one and seasons two and going into season three is that they do not hold your hand. They don't hold your hand at the end of an episode. No. It's like it's like Seinfeld, how Seinfeld's like known for, and it's such a great thing comedy-wise, Seinfeld's known for like coming back uh, and like doing like a two-arc or two-act structure to his joke and, like, and leaving you not really with a third act. And X-Files gets the third act because it does it does re- resolve. But like in Batman the Animated Series, it just ends as soon as it resolves. There is no dealing with the resolution. There's no characters having to live with their choices. It is as soon as as soon as whatever it is resolved, yeah. boom, it's done. The episode's over. And then throughout the episode, it's constantly just jumping like to conclusions and then you kind of have to jump to those conclusions too as an audience member to be able to follow along it really creates as an audience member it makes you a participant so you're paying attention you're also investigating because if you're if you're not paying attention you might miss major piece of evidence that'll actually go through the whole episode and be a great like little either easter egg or story yeah, give, some, give some specifics here i'm a little, little lost well no no it's, it's it's just throughout the whole series i've been noticing this like there's just things where like if you just don't pay attention and you you you'll have to like go back and rewind you'll have to actually figure out what happened because like there's, there's just moments throughout the show in general where they're just like they're moving and, and, and through things like i don't actually recall them ever saying molder dug his way out through a tunnel I, I i just remember you saw Mulder's hand in rocks yeah. and there was also vultures circling and then the, the navajo or nzazi or whatever were all like there's something here when the vultures the, the circle. fbi man if the fbi man does not right that was by the, the way very ritual it, it, i loved it that Mulder got to the point in the third season or david duchovny did where he felt like that he had to start getting naked with men on on screen, so he did that with the entire like. What, he had a sweat lodge scene where they had him naked with another like a couple old guys. He was already done experimenting with women. He'd filled every female hole he'd ever come in contact with in Vancouver, and he needed to start experiencing old men holes. And he did. He started doing that. So he put it into the premiere or whatever it was, of season three. If it was maybe it was the second episode that happened of season three. But I love that. I fucking love that. I'm like, oh my god, he's he's putting naked dudes oh, into this where, shit. Where do the, this this one blurs together with with a paperclip. I remember the, where the cliffhanger is. They though. do. But yeah, the, no, this is the one. Yeah, where where uh, Scully gets uh, somebody. It's all about the tape. The the, the tape is now the MacGuffin. The tape that's yep. in, in 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 Navajo. Because uh, like Paperclip has the, has the great final scene where the comeuppance and and the tape and all that stuff with with Skinner and and uh, let's talk about man, but... Blessing Way and Paperclip as a whole because in all reality they're, they're a two part answer to the season finale of season two so it's kind of hard to discuss them both without or discuss one without discussing the other honestly yes because they're so connected well okay so just in terms of things that happen in, in these wait what happens what were you referring to just might as well talk about right now what was the comeuppance oh skinner being yeah well so the whole thing all right i'll, I'll lead up to it a little it's bit great it's 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 a wonderful ending. deep throat this is where we begin or not, not sorry, deep throat, deep throat. No, not sorry, deep throat. um uh smoking smoking man, man. 
Yeah, I just saw, I had the word deep throat in front of me, and it's because yeah, deep throat does appear. Deep throat appear. shows yeah. up though. Deep throat does show up in, as a cameo along with uh, Mulder's dad. Yes, and the possibly racist thing, because it's like, mm-hmm. look, one of the things that uh, is often considered racism is is giving a supernatural or spiritual. It's like the uh, you know the mystical Negro of of, of Morpheus and the Matrix or. Bagger Vance, how often black people are for some reason. Or Azeem in Prince of Thieves. Sure, have mystical. uh... Yeah, yeah. I was just thinking about that one. Yeah. Morgan Freeman in Robin Hood. I I guess he does do some supernaturally shit, doesn't he? Um, Did God paint you? Did God paint you? You were just mentioning a secret. This is the same thing with the Blessing Way. It's like, does something supernatural happen or is he just kind of having. I mean, realistically, they should just take him to a hospital, right? But no, they do the no, blessing no, they ritual. Did, if they took him to a hospital, he would have died. They had to be naked in a sweat lodge for a certain amount of time, then bathed outside before sunrise, yeah. and all this shit that has to happen, otherwise he dies instantly. Meanwhile, Frohicki is trying to fuck the shit out of Scully at her we're apartment. Jump, we're jumping around here because you're all about the hoardiness. Uh, in, in I the am all about the hoardiness. Uh, one thing I wanted to say about the, these two episodes. All right, the last one, Anna Sazi, uh it answers the question of okay why the fuck doesn't the smoky man or the syndicate just kill Mulder at this point he's obviously a problem for them why wouldn't they just kill him they found out and in that episode you find out it's because his father was part of the fucking syndicate so obviously they can't his father did something yeah working with them we know his father was involved and now it's like the sins of the father come back to haunt the child well that was the reason why they wouldn't kill him but Oh, now they just killed his father. So obviously, and they, you know, it seemed like Smokey Man was okay with killing him at this point. So now you got an answer as to why they didn't kill him. And that answer has been thrown out the window. So now you need a new answer of why they don't kill him. And that's where the comeuppance at the end comes through. Because we also see throughout these two episodes... The smoking man being vulnerable, which you've never seen before. The other... Yes, well, you see the syndicate for the first time. Yeah, and and they're kind of like... Okay, first, where's this tape? Do you have it? We don't really trust you. Can you bring us the tape and fucking show it to us? He's like, I yeah, have he's it. Like, he's like, am I being questioned for the first time ever amongst this group? What the fuck's going on? Who here? has the tape? Does Skinner have the tape during all this somehow? Or the tape uh, was that? No, yeah. I, I, I think it's assumed that, like, uh, Scully had it, and then she didn't know she had it, and Skinner then got it. She brought copies to the Navajo guy, and a helicopter yes. lands in front of her car, takes the copies, and then just she's like they're like where's the original tape and she's like i don't have it and they just fly away uh yep. and, and then she goes to washington to get the tape back and it's missing and then we find out that uh skinner has it i think this is when he gets a fight with uh mr x the skinner fight mr x in this episode no no no, no. that was early. i think that was season two okay. that was in season two when they fight together that's great in the elevator yeah okay awesome. that, that that already happened so the cliffhanger yes. for this one is after Mulder goes on his blue screen spiritual no, no, journey. No, 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 no. What happens at the end of this one is that um, Skinner tells Scully that he has the tape, as you just said, right? Yeah. But then they're like in their, her apartment or something like that, or maybe it's Mulder's This is after, yeah, this which. is after Mulder has re- healed through the green screen, blue screen. But no one knows that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The green screen scenes, yeah, where where all the, you have these weird face masked men and they turn into his his visions of his dad and also uh, Deep Throat. But what you have in the apartment is you have Scully and Skinner. It was a cool effect like, not trusting each other, <laughs> I guess. 
They're actually cooler effects in a later episode um, uh, that I thought was fantastic at times, the visual effects at mm. least, um, for, for 95. Uh, that episode is uh, called um, uh, Walk, but we'll get into that later. Mm. The, what we have episode. is Scully and Skinner in the apartment, and they pull guns on each other, and that's how the episode ends. Oh, we don't. So Mulder, we don't know he's there. No, he's there. He's in that scene. No, 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 no. Uh, they're in Mulder's apartment. Oh yeah, no, you, you, don't, you don't find out it's Mulder until until the, the the next episode, technically. Yeah, and that's when Mulder outs himself to everybody. Yeah, right. And that's kind of that's the whole thing with that because he even talks. I think doesn't he meet with the lone gunman or something like that. Well, two other things I want to mention about Blessing Way before we move on. One, you you said, I'm surprised they didn't kill that that Native American kid. He gets fucked they up. The they beat the him. shit out of him in this one, questioning yeah. him. They, re they really fuck him up. They beat they beat the shit out of the whole family. Everyone's got like a cut, like makeup, like a bruised makeup or a cut makeup on their face. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the um, other one, right. uh, Crycheck reports. Uh, is, does Crycheck appear in this episode? Uh no, Krychek appeared in the episode where he killed his dad, right? I don't know if we see him in this episode. It might just be a setup that he's uh Yeah, he I think he's in this episode. Yeah, I think he is in this episode. What does he do in this episode? I don't recall to be honest. I know what he does in the next one cuz he steals the tape from the uh, from Skinner and then they, they try to blow him up but Here, his car. let me look up on Wikipedia. Maybe maybe this will help a little bit. I can look at Blessing Way, season 3. Oh yeah, Scully's, Scully's sister gets shot in this in, in Blessing Way. Again, it's tough to remember what happens in this and what happens in Paperclip. Uh, yeah, yep. so so yes, Alex Krychek is in this episode. Yes, Nicholas Leah. Um, yes, they tried to they they try to lure Scully to the hospital. Scully's essentially uh, has the target on her back the entire episode, and she's kind of kicked out of like the FBI. Oh yeah, she's on like mandatory leave of absence in this episode. Yeah, this is where she finds out uh, that she, uh, the the metal detector goes off uh, when she's wait. No, I think that's the next episode where she where she goes to the metal detector. I think so. I don't think it was this episode. I think that's the next episode. I think it's planted. There, I think, it, well, it says on Wikipedia, it does. It's planted in the episode where she's kidnapped with Dwayne Barry. Well, no, in this one, when, she, when she's heading to the FBI headquarters, the metal detector curiously goes off, according to Wikipedia, in this episode. So it does. It does go off on yeah, this episode? Yeah, so, but, okay. but it's not until the next episode she does it a second time. Oh, no, wait. The, the doctor pulls it out. No, it's this episode. Is this episode? Yeah. Okay, my bad then. It's really one big episode, though, is the thing. It is. That's why I was trying to say, yeah, we should talk about. It. Well, we've we've talked a lot about Blessing Way. What, what what about Paperclip in particular? Well, it's fucking your first time you ever heard about Operation Paperclip. Yeah, as a, I mean, a, as a little boy, this episode aired uh, September, 95. yeah, nineteen ninety five September. So yeah, obviously I wasn't like into this shit at the time. Um, I mean, I was in the X Files, but I wasn't into uh, Nazis. Uh, so so or or like you are because like. Like you, when did you first find out about Paperclip? It was some actual history you actually, because I went to yeah, I, went I to learned fucking, about that through through actually like like a like some kind of like encyclopedia as a kid, like in research and stuff like that. Like I did not learn that through X Files. Well, like I I I know about that for a long time. Like I've I've been incredibly fascinated by World War Two and the the going ons prior to World War Two, during World War Two. Mostly European theater. I'm not as knowledgeable on the on the uh, Pacific Less theater. Less interesting. And and, um, and I've always been so uh, fascinated with also what happened immediately after World War II. And I've done so many European yeah. 
uh, history courses in college and AP in high school um, just because I've been so fascinated with it. So I've always known about Operation Paperclip because it's a part yeah. of the end of the war. I, I went to this, – this episode was in 95. Um, in 93, I went to fucking space camp in Houston – where we That's visited awesome. like NASA and had like actual astronauts, and at no point did anyone go. Oh, by the way, there were Nazis here. It's Nazis Dude. everywhere. And yeah, that, Werner von Braun is, no, the, no, fucking, it, is the guy that started NASA. So I, I, like, I knew about this episode Nazi. And, and rewatched it whenever. Like it, it would have been like 2012 when I or 20 like 2011 or something when I when I actually found out that Operation... I mean, I think I knew that Nazis were in NASA, but I didn't realize that the name was Operation Paperclip until I rewatched this episode. I was like, oh, shit. You know what's, what's fascinating is that... Or not fascinating, but at least a, uh, a fun little uh, uh, note uh, is that the show Hunters on Amazon um, deals a lot with Operation Paperclip. It's practically its 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 main uh, narrative point, narrative structure, and it's mostly focused on the NASA aspects of it as well. And I highly recommend that Al Pacino is fantastic in that series. If you've not seen Hunters, it's I, I think it's a one-off. They definitely set up a season two. All of it feels really real, even though the show is very cinematic and has a lot of fun with the way it plays uh, with uh, 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 storytelling. Check it out, Felk. I really recommend it. And it's it's a great Al Pacino, like seriously, one of his best yeah. like portrayals in a long time. Great acting. Uh, there's a Nazi in this episode. (laughs) There is. Who's into uh, greenhouse Victor Klimper. Who's, yeah, apparently a fictional, but is inspired by Hubertus Strughold. Seriously? Really? Yeah, a real-life German scientist who was employed by the United States to World War II. And uh, he experimented on humans. And the name is also identical to uh, Victor Klimperer, who was a German Jew that escaped persecution during World War II by fleeing to American-controlled territory. That's interesting. So the name is taken by someone who was a victim, but then the... the, the, Given to a killer. Given to a killer. That's interesting. Maybe that was accidental. That's really crazy. Um, See, that's the thing about Werner von Braun is that like history likes to write him as somebody that like, committed no atrocities to Jews whatsoever, yeah. but then like history also likes to remember the fact that... like. Uh, he hung Jewish people in front of his factory so that the rest of the employees would understand and know what was at stake if they fucked around. And, like, you know, little things like that. That was just, like, sconces to them, though. <laughs> yeah, like, that's, yeah, to the Nazis, that's just, like, fucking ornaments. Um, so, I mean, yeah, like, it's great that we got to the moon on the backs of giants and shit like that, but, like, those some of those giants were Nazis and fucking hung people to like keep people in line that's fucking insane and that's the that's a that's Werner von braun and by the way felk Werner von braun one of his dying wishes like his secretary or whatever the fuck it was uh was something along the lines of like beware of like all these different things that uh, that, that, that the united states government and man is going to do and one of them was beware the false narrative of 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 a, of a threat from space so that they can create reasons to advance uh, uh, galactic weapons or whatever the fuck. Space and, like, Force. That was a, oh, no. That was an actual concern of, of Werner von Braun's before he died, along with other things that kind of, kind of came true. Uh, so, all right, what happens in this episode? 
Uh, Werner von Braun is discussed, we can, actually. Yeah, they, they, yeah, yes, they do. Uh, the lone gunman, uh, say that name, I'm pretty sure. Um, it continues with the after the cliffhanger. Uh, it turns out it's Mulder is the person lingering in the apartment. He hops in right away. It's real yeah. quick. Like we, we're, we're not pussyfooting this episode. Where's Mulder? Is he still missing? Yeah. Mulder's back. But here's what I love about this episode. David Duchovny in season three is giving Scully or Gillian Anderson uh, is giving one back to her, right? Because of all season two starts off with mostly Scully having to be gone and shot from the, you know, the, the boobs up and, and like disappeared for a while because she was all pregnant, whatever. So David Duchovny was like, don't worry, bitch. I got you. What we're going to do is this. I'll be missing one whole episode, kind of. I'll be having to come back. I'll I will, I'll be laying naked FBI, on a blue screen, and I'll have leaves on me. But like I won't really be doing <laughs> anything. And like you know, because of that, it'll be like I'm missing this episode, and you'll get your own episode after I had like that six episode yeah, arc. Yeah, it is. Blessedly, it's, <laughs> like, it's, it's kind of I a got Scully. six yeah. episodes. Scully is the lead got, episode. Um, she is a, a, both episodes really, but mostly a blessing way. But I love that he got like the six episode arc where he got to do whatever the fuck he wanted. And then Scully gets this one episode to make up for it, blessing way. Moving on to paperclip, we come well, spoilers, right into she it. gets two fucking seasons <laughs> later. Uh, oh, well, that's true. That's true. Spoilers. Because he leaves. But I, love, I love this episode. David Duchovny can't let this episode. He can't let episode two of season three go by without him jumping in. No, he pops scene. in. Like, I'm, I'm, he hops right into that apartment. He pops back, in and bitches. says, like, I'm back. I was dead, but I'm alive again. And Skinner's like, what? <laughs> and he's like, yep. it's a blessing way. And then... Um, He's like, all right. So he, he puts his gun on, points his gun at Skinner too. So it's like, okay, he, he know he's on, he's with he's with Scully, and they're like, the give us the fucking Mexican tape. Standoff. And then he's like, I have the tape, but I'm not gonna give it to you because I need to have it so that I can clear you, and, and if you have it, they'll just kill you for it. And they just like, all right, Skinner, and then he leaves, and, right. and then they go. The, I guess the, the the lone gunman's where they talk to. Uh, they show him like the, a picture. Where do they get the picture from? Who knows? Uh, his mother, I think, maybe. <coughs> the what? There's a picture. There's a, they show him a picture, and it's it's like, hey, my dad's in this photo, and they're like, also the Smoky Man is in Deep Throat, and then it's like the lone gunman, like, oh yeah, these guys are Nazis. Oh yeah, maybe it's from his mom when he I, he does go talk to his mom. Yeah, I mean he he he, like, he tells her these. Well, his mom's who, who gives him at the end the big like reveal that like yeah they they took. They took uh, your your sister because of something your father did. Well, it was supposed to be molded. Yeah, she 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 picked Samantha and said, "Yeah, she's a bitch. Get rid of her." Um. All right. So yeah. Uh. Well, there's a new person. Uh. They they call the well manicured man. <gasps> oh yeah, I thought he was in the previous episode. Uh. Or, or I mean the the season two. Yeah. He he's he's introduced in this one. He's British. Who, who is he? Who is he? He's Phil? played by John Neville, who of course played Baron Munchausen in the Adventures of Baron Munchausen, which is a great movie. Oh, I didn't know that. That's wonderful. Very wow. weird movie. But um, was he in the was he in the first episode of the season? Uh, I don't know. I, I don't remember when his first appearance was. I thought, he he shows up at at, at Mulder's um, uh, uh, funeral. Oh. So, so I thought I, I thought it was um. Yeah, maybe he did show up in, in the in the in the last episode when they had Mulder's funeral, I guess, because he comes and he approaches Scully, right? And he like he starts asking about the tape. Yeah. And he starts like he's like, 
he's the first time you're seeing the syndicate, but you're also seeing the syndicate, and at least it feels like to me, like you're seeing them stressed out. And what I kind of liked about the Blessing Way and Paperclip is that we got a little bit more of that window into the syndicate world, and, and I love to be able to get the three dimensions to Smoking Man, too, as well. Like, every, like how he's, like, not trusted by the syndicate, yeah. and... And then you kind of like he's also lying through his teeth the whole time. Like everything he says to the syndicate's a lie. Then you have to like question like everything he says is a lie. Everything well, he's, he he's lying. Lie. You're talking about Smoking Man, right? He's lying to cover yeah. his own ass because he doesn't have the tape, and they want him to have the tape. Yeah, is he lying? But like, but he seems so comfortable in the land of lies. Yeah. That like you're almost question. You have to question everything he's ever said. Well, that, but right now he can't kill. Skinner, Mulder, or Scully because he needs the tape and he doesn't know where the fuck the tape is. Right. And, well, let's just fast forward to the end of the episode, right? Okay. So, like, after all of the real-life world shit of, like, Nazis were actually in NASA and they've always been in NASA and they're still in NASA and and all that, we we, we get to the end yeah. and, and we know that the tape that Smokey Man wants has been translated by a human being well, who has spoken it to his entire tribe yeah. and they've all memorized the story well, you're, skipping, the you're, skipping a lot of you're skipping a lot of important stuff but Mulder sees a fucking UFO <laughs> this whole episode's crazy important but that's really important point no, that, 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 that just answers the question of why they can't They now the syndicate can't kill uh, Mulder and Scully Mulder and Scully and the Navajo tribe and the Navajo guy at least well they can kill one of them uh, but I guess that would probably make all the no but they even say what are you going to do take out an entire tribe which honestly immediately I thought well, I'm yeah, like, wouldn't oh, they? American history they might yeah. <laughs> they well, just other might other stuff happens they go, they go see they, like, they, like, they go see the Nazi Crychek's in this episode say what's up Nazi yeah I want to I discuss Crychek because what he does is important I love Crychek I love Alex Crychek where, where he goes in this season I won't give him any spoilers but you start feeling bad for Crychek Okay, the, the open, Wait, these are the only two episodes with him so far this season. That yeah, I but this watch. is the beginning of. Well, I mean, his it's art clearly. Yeah, like he he's not in a good place after after the the events of just this episode alone. So, uh, Felk, wasn't there an episode where Crychek was like, uh, it's in he's involved, but it's not a mythology episode that you were commenting on season two. Was there one? Well, the first episode like, he's he's in is uh, Sleepless, which isn't a mythology, and that's not and that's not mythology. Correct. Okay, that's what it was. There is another. That, there's like, a few more episodes he shows up in, at least one that I can think of. This but it's weird to have like a major character not introduced in your mythology series. Well, that's because they're not really separate series. Season two blends them together a lot. Okay. Season three less. So. All right. So, what else do you want to talk about in uh, Paperclip? Uh, so they, the 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 Nazi tells them, "Hey, go to this fucking mining facility," and they go there and they find uh, records of vaccination or no. Um, yeah, smallpox vaccination. Yep. So the smallpox vaccination, they took samples of select people, and then those people were later ab is. later abducted. And and Scully's one of them, and she also sees that Dwayne Barry's uh, sample is in there too. There's like mm -hmm. files dating back to like the 50s, and all the way up to recent ones. And this weird ass like mine storage facility, and uh, then. The lights go out, and Mulder goes outside and sees a big triangle UFO, and a bunch of aliens run past. Maybe aliens run past Scully. No, 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 no. It's not a triangle UFO. It's not really clear what it is, but it, it's it's round. It's, it's big. Um, I think, yeah. 
It's got like scaffolding. This is around this is it. the first mothership we've seen. Yes, but the aliens, the little aliens that are running, are running by Scully. She actually sees them, kind of, but sort of. It's well, unclear. she drops her flashlight, and she never gets a good look at knowing Scully, with all her skepticism and her need yeah. to like be so science based and focused. She could assume they're all children with smallpox. Yeah. And then, in, in terms of our cry check watch for this episode, uh, he shows up randomly to fucking beat uh, Skinner, and, and then they find that the tape is on him, and they take the, the tape, yep. meaning uh, they've caught. And then they talk to the smoking man. It's like, yeah, we have the tape. He's gonna try and make a deal because that's that's Skinner's plan is to make a deal that he'll give the tape to the smoking man if he does if he spares like Mulder and Scully's life or whatever, and. Right. Uh, so when the but but he knows that, that, that oh they have the tape, but for some reason they bl- try to blow up fucking Alex Krychek in a car. The other two men he's working with, while he still has the tape on him, uh, yeah. And he ex- he realizes he's about to get blown up, and because because they can I guess destroy the tape. But he he, he just fucking ru- he just, he runs away instead, and now he's on the loose with the tape. But it means that Smoking Man knows. Skinner doesn't have the tape, neither do Mulder or Scully. So when mm-hmm. he tries to make his little fuck, when Skinner tries to make his little plea deal, like you're going to leave us all alone and not kill us, uh, Smoking Man's like, "Oh, I already know you don't have the tape. I don't. You don't have anything to bargain with." And then he's like, "Boom, Native American, <laughs> right here." Yeah, yeah, in Zazi or whatever Navajo. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, the 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 great part too is when he's like talking to Syndicate, Smoking Man. He's like. Uh yeah, so the hitman we hired, Krychek, he's talking about Krychek. Uh, blew up in a car, and the tape's gone too. It's all gone, and like he's so lying that I just so curious that like every season has ended in a major male character dying, right? Yeah, Deep Throat in season one, you had Mulder's father in season two. I'm really curious if season three is gonna end with Smoky Man being killed because I don't. I honestly don't remember if he's in the movies that I've seen, and I wonder if he. Do you to tell you? <laughs> I don't know. I won't. No, don't ruin no. it. I, I, someone's gonna. I think some someone has to die at the end of the season. They've been doing that so far. It's, it's definitely a pattern so far, and 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 three makes it a pattern. So season three, we'll see how it ends. Um, Speaking of, okay. oh, also Scully's sister dies in this episode too. By the way. Uh yeah, in a hospital. Yeah, uh, she was shot uh, by someone. She was shot because they thought Maybe either they, it's either because they thought she was Scully, or they shot her to lure out Scully, right? Yeah, they were just trying to kill Scully. They were trying to kill her, but what? what but were they trying to kill her? Oh uh, yeah, because I think I think Scully? Native American guy. What's his name? Austin, Albert Austin. Austin sees uh, like a dude who's like there, like observing uh, Scully's sister and she can't go see her sister because she knows they'll, they'll kill her there so yeah yep. I think it is the lure out yeah they're bad that's dudes that's, a, that's an assumption they have later alright well moving on to episode 3 of season 3 this is an episode that I have oh, spoken fuck. about before we talked about this at the very beginning of our uh, discussion of X-Files all the way back in the first throwaway alien episode yeah. uh, 225 um Episode 225. The new The episode is called DPO. And I said there's two episodes that are called. One involving a person, like, under an escalator attacking people, which ended up being the episode Tombs in season one. And I said, and the Giovanni Ribsy episode where he's, like, fucking with cars in an intersection. 
And that is this episode. Yeah. And speaking of, DPO. you remember Giovanni Rabisi, but you do not remember the other big name. Jack Black. Jack Black's in this episode, too, is his friend. Yeah. Yeah, I was shocked to see Jack Black uh, like that. I was like, wow, that's young Jack Black. That's like that's like Jack Black. I'm not sure. When was Waterworld? Uh, like 94, I think. Okay, so then his, his Waterworld appearance predates this, but this is really young Jack Black. My God. Yeah, no. Holy shit. I, and obviously, he's still playing a dude who smokes weed, but... Uh, yeah, and he does his own stunt too. He falls down on the hill, and I can just easily see Jack Black being like, "Yeah, I'll do it. I don't care. I'll roll. I don't mind. I'll roll." Uh, this episode is, is fine, I guess, at best. It's an it's I like it's an it. X Men episode. This is this is the subgenre that it I t- told you. There's also just X Men episodes with straight up X Men powers. Now, I guess yes. his power is more akin to Electro, I guess, than a specific no, X Men like- character. Oh, I guess so. And, and, yeah, yeah and, and and you know, Human Torch, Pyro, or or, or is the is the fire guy. Electrical. And, yeah, and you you get other other ones, but this is this is very much like he's not really evil. He is just a, a dipshit kid. Jupiter uh, BC plays him like he's borderline either retarded or supposed to be autistic. It's not really clear, uh, but he he plays him like he's you know he's weird and a little simple, and there's this hot chick who uh, keeps yep. coming into his mechanics place and he wants to fuck her. He's like teacher or some shit. Yeah, like he's that. like he's really into teacher. her and and uh, I, I don't I don't I don't know. I remember at one point he's like I'm going to electrocute some cows and Jack Black's like come on man don't kill cows again. Barbecue. Yeah. What did you think of the fucking yep. deep? What does DPO stand for? Is that his initials? Oh, I don't know. Yes, yes, yeah, Darren Peter Oswald. Yes. Huh. Yes. Um, I liked it. I actually liked this episode a lot. I when I watched this episode as a kid, th- I did not remember this episode fondly. Mm. I d- I remember the episode Tombs very fondly. This is an episode I was like, this is shit. I watched oh, this yeah. one today. I was like, this is a good episode. The Vandals. Really He's really it. he has like Vandals posters and wears Vandals t-shirts, and and it ends with a song that's going like diarrhea by the the, the, the it is by the Vandals. It is. Oh, and the little t- little detail. I do remember this little detail is the. Uh, the end credit uh, executive producer Chris Car- he's watching TV and changing the channels with his yes. mind because he can control electricity and, and the uh, last thing he changes this to it says executive producer Chris executive. Carter it's like diegetically yep. like he's what the X-Files yep. is in the show is in itself so that was, that was a neat little, little detail I loved I loved that that was wonderful I, that was so fun <clears throat> um, I also love that we've talked about this on the show before on our podcast that about um, the video game uh, and arcades and stuff like that. And uh, one of the arcade too. games they're playing is Virtual Fighter, which we never really talked about. But the game in the background is Primal Rage. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yes. <clears throat> I was like, oh, my God, Primal fucking Rage. There it is. Oh, my God. I remember that. I remember that. Oh, well, so good. Yeah. It's so nice to see 95. that. Um, that, that, that that's interesting because that, that kind of points where it would have been available then. Oh, and also the episode starts with some dude like rocking Virtual Fighter, right? And that's when Giovanni Ribsy shows up and Jack Black shows up. Yeah, he's like, and I think to myself, I was Wait, playing what that. Was that. I immediately thought, who is that guy that Felk knew in Houston who was working Mortal Kombat or whatever? The King of Mortal like, Kombat. The King of Mortal Kombat. So I'm literally watching this episode, thinking like that opening scene. This is this is maybe how Felk dealt with the King of Mortal Kombat. <laughs> no, I, I use my electric <laughs> electricity powers. You didn't kill him. Oh, that's weird. Um, 
I really like this episode a lot. I, okay. so I, I want you to rewatch this episode. Okay. Well, what about it? Should I pay attention to? <laughs> Nothing in particular. I just thought it was really well paced and well acted and well scripted, and it just was tight plot, and it, it was a good standalone. I really was like shocked about this one be, as a standalone. I was like, this is really, this is really well done. Uh, maybe Giovanni Ribisi. Uh, is 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 kind of a hit it or or miss it for a lot of people. Um, he definitely can be for me. I liked him for this. Definitely borderline retarded in this. Yeah, there's definitely moments he plays that, but I liked it. There's not much more to this other than great visual effects with the lightning. I thought they did a good job with that for a show on Fox in in 1995. Huh. Uh, it's still not the episode I was talking about visual effects wise that I was really impressed with. Like walk, that was a uh, walk. Oh yeah, that, I, I I do not remember that one at all. I think I watched that Lock? one. So, yeah, when it was like when it aired, basically. There, they had someone I think walk around, <laughs> um, in a blue screen suit for that episode because I think there's a lot of rotoscoping and keen. I'll, I'll, I'll um, rewatch that one and maybe revisit it because I th- th- I'm looking down the list. I remember. I'm all talking about walk. Yeah. I'm talking about walk. Yeah, uh, no, that's yeah. the one I don't. But remember. DPO, I think you should watch that one. That was really. Fun. I remember it. I remember one. everything in it. What, what, what do I not? What do I need to, to revisit? Nah, yeah, you you can watch it with a different way of criticism, a different a different respect. Other than being yeah. like primal rage that was mentioned on my podcast i'm not sure there's anything new (laughs) watch it for primal rage all right moving on to um a really amazing episode you don't like this episode Clyde bruckman's final repose um i will say this the 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 guy's name peter Peter boyle yeah peter boyle yeah peter boyle episode the time lapse they had of peter boyle dying and turning into like the ground and dirt that's a creepy thing that was fucking wild. Season three has been keeping up with season twos. We're going to go dark and we're going to go violent. We're not afraid to show yeah, you. Yeah, so correction from previous uh, episodes of the Cool Boys podcast. Uh, Millennium, not a Millennium season one aired concurrently with the X-Files season four. So oh, okay. 96. What did you say before? No, season three. I, but oh, I said okay. that the reason why you get less serial killer episodes in season three is because he was scratching that itch. But there are still, there's at least two, maybe three episodes of serial killers in this season. Dude, dude, the entire remainder of our episode tonight is discussion of only serial killer episodes, practically. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, depending. The list is a ghost killing people. Um, and yeah, Oblet's not a serial shy, killer. He's, a, he's, abdu- oh, he had, he's obsessed with one girl. Uh, but, yeah, I mean... Uh, too shy a blat these are all kind of millennium-esque episodes so it wasn't until the second half of probably season three just guessing but they're fantastical is millennium fantastical serial killers or not i don't know that's a loaded question um oh uh, season so so yeah so the latter half of season three there's less if if no it may be no serial killers because that's obviously when they would have been prepping for the pilot or maybe already made the pilot and using and their best green scripts for that so, yeah so yeah. they started using those those scripts in response to your previous query uh so millennium had a massive massive retooling in season two where it went from just vague insinuations of serial of supernatural shit like the kind of stuff they get away with on like hannibal if you ever watched the hannibal show which is also just about serial killers I week. haven't, but I want to. Every so often, there's this, or or like seven, where like there's nothing supernatural happens in seven, but the the level of dedication that the killer has 
and the extremeness of of the whole thing is so over the top that it, it it's not real world it's not realistic but it's also not overtly supernatural and then in season two i believe or maybe season three of millennium i haven't watched uh-huh. it since it fucking aired and i don't think i got it every season because i just got tired of it uh there was a massive retooling where all of a sudden now the devil was a character i think played what? by john glover uh and, and it's like there was like a, a supernaturalism was all over it and now there's actual demons walking the, the earth so it went from serial killers to straight up demons because fox was just like this show's got to be more like the x-files nobody's watching this fucking show wow that's insane john glover from gremlins fucking two was literally the devil he's from scrooge he's like the he's like the he's like the best guy in scrooge that's amazing what was his name in uh fucking gremlins 2 it was uh, uh it was all over the clamp right it was a clamp fortunately googling john glover millennium this gets me donald glover being on the millennium falcon so i'm not sure if i'm getting oh, the, the actor right uh i may be wrong hold on yes i'm looking at gremlins 2 the new batch he played no Daniel no john glover was not on millennium someone else played this character that i'm thinking of i'm oh. just i'm just fucking okay. up names i love oh, john glover, oh it's lock from 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 lost that's another fucking character i think it's lock wait 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 the, he was he was in x files he plays so many that's what i'm saying he plays like all these different characters in the thing same with Kate Twa, right? Kate Twa was an, uh, was a detective as well as she was brother whatever Quinn. brother Andrew or some shit brother aaron i can't remember she was the one that could turn into a a a woman and a man or something i'm not sure it might be terry o'quinn yeah fun i did not know that all right yes okay yes it this is, is this is this is how fucking Wikipedia describes it. Uh, his character, a high-ranking member of the Millennium Group, who often works with Frank on cases. Though their friendship dissolves in season two, and he takes on a more antagonistic role in season three. Yeah, that taking on a more antagonistic role is because a demon takes control over him, and he's and like he the, devil. the devil. Yeah, that's amazing. Um. Well, uh, Clyde Bruckman's uh, fucking story or whatever this episode. I like called. Peter Boyle, but I don't like this episode. I love Peter Boyle. He's like the best Frankenstein, in my opinion. Um, but like his his fascination with the Big Bopper, and like that's like he had this whole plan to like, I think it was like it was Big Bopper. It was like to see the Big Bopper, and Big Bopper accidentally showed up on the plane and died with Buddy yeah, Holly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was supposed to die, and the way he sees the future, and the way he bumps into. I, I kind of do like that he bumps into the serial killer that's hunting him, at the very beginning. I like that how he tells like Scully like they're gonna be on the bed together, but she's gonna be crying. And of course, you know that means he's dead. Yeah. But like Scully's like, what does that mean? And like they're thinking that audiences are not like ten steps ahead at that point. It's kind yeah, of this episode's twi- like it doesn't have a really good, good twist or anything. I don't really think of this episode is that great. It- I think they thought they had a twist, but it's not a twist today at the all. The character, the psychic character, the fake psychic, the stupendous yappy. Which one? The, the stupendous yappy, uh, the the guy who's like on TV. Okay, yes, yes, yeah, yes, he, yes. He's on Millennium 2, because Millennium oh, has a really? shared... As u- the same guy? Yes, as the same character. Millennium has a shared universe, because also huh. uh, there's a, Jose Chung's uh, From Outer Space, which uh, that's an episode we'll, we'll be discussing. Uh, the, wow. he's a, he's a, the character Jose Chung is a, is a writer played by uh, Charles Nelson Riley, and he also... There's also a Jose Chung something-something from Millennium, so... Really? They were sharing some characters, and yeah, this... this uh, fake con artist psychic was one of them wow he comes yeah, so he comes back the, in the x-files too 
He's the beginning of it, right? Because that's like the very first thing you're looking at is like uh, whatever is world news style, like, yeah. you know, tabloid um, that's making wild accusations. And he's on the front page or something that Peter Boyle's looking at that newspaper. And then he bookends the whole episode by being on the ad at the very end hmm. on TV. Uh, okay. I don't really have that much to it's say about this It's not that great of an episode, yeah. honestly. I didn't really care for it much, to be honest. So no. Moving on. Uh, don't really have much to say about this one either. Um, Another episode I didn't really care too much about either. Written and directed yeah, by list. Chris Carter, huh? That's interesting. Yeah, but like, I mean, it's 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 this weird like. Uh, I felt like it was a standalone. They, I guess they call it a, a, a monster of a week standalone, um, and it's not connected to the series larger mythology. This was here on Wikipedia. I'm just looking at it, but like. There was nothing about this episode that like I really cared about. It was weird. You know what I did like actually JT Walsh. It was awesome to have JT Walsh. And they also had Bokeem Woodbine. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking down the cast. This is a uh, oh and Ken Forey from Dawn of the Dead and uh Yeah uh, Beyond. Bokeem, uh, by the way, played Shocker from uh Spider Man uh, Homecoming. Really? He's also in a lot of shit. He he must be pretty old then. Yeah, well I mean he like he definitely looks young in this episode, but JT Walsh I mean, he died in the 90s, so this is, like, one of his last... uh true, Wolf yeah. died in 98. So, yeah, this is, like, three years before he died. Um, he's great in this, though, and he turns out to be, like, kind of the villain, and he's the last person on the list to die. But, yeah, it's, like, a ghost, but whose ghost is it? Because, like, it's, like, this one guy... Who does Bokeem Woodman wife... play? Is he the guy who got killed and has the ghost, or is he one of the, the prisoners who's... He's one of the prisoners. He's one of the prisoners. Uh, yeah, that says there's a list actually, and talks about the list. Oh, uh, right, internal. right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I remember that now. Yeah, no. And Kim um, Forey. But it's not a great door. episode. Yeah, this is another episode that that they made uh, Scully touch bugs, I guess maggots, and they didn't. She didn't. She didn't. She and didn't flies. Like there's there's flies in this episode that they actually um, trained to put on people's faces. Um, here's the thing, coming off of the one-two punch of Blessing Way and Paperclip. I was like, fuck yeah, this episode, this season's great. DPO, oh my god, better than I ever <laughs> Then Clyde Bruckman, and I'm like, what? And then the list, and I'm like, uh. Hold on. And then we go into our next episode. Two shy, shy, hush, hush, eye to eye. All right, sweet, sweet, too shy, this episode. Two uh, shy, This is one of two episodes this season hush, I see hush, written eye. by uh, Jeffrey uh, Vlaming from Battlestar Galactica. Uh, and uh, directed by David Nutter, and uh, yeah, this episode, uh, I think that the, the the like the logline of it is like a, a killer uses the internet to lure his victims. It's such a 1995. Like, mm -hmm. have you heard of the internet? Like, this is when mm -hmm. you know, like, like fucking Katie Kirk was like, "What's email?" <laughs> you know, they didn't know. What is it? They didn't know then, but. Uh, yeah. Do you remember when I would print out vintage ads and put them up at Name Redacted? No. And one of them was a guy behind a desk, and it's like, electric mail! And he's, like, looking at his computer, and electricity's coming out, and it's and it's like, what is electric mail? And the guy, he's all, like, to shocked. Like, what is all this electricity? We didn't understand this shit. Yeah. yeah, too shy. Okay, well, this is an episode, had you still been watching with your daughter, I would have warned you about. Um, yeah, patrolling on online chat rooms to essentially find children to kill them well he's finding and people he's fi not just children, not, people it's not he doesn't though two shy is not killing children he's killing somewhat ugly women i'm i'm thinking of uh oobly yeah that one's that one's another one <laughs> that yeah. definitely should not be watched by any any children 
Uh, no, and I yeah, uh, all of season three, she hasn't seen any of it, and uh, she she knows that I've moved on, and she doesn't want to see anything beyond what she's seen. Yeah, because she wants to be able to pick it up at se- at the beginning of season two when she can. Yeah. But here's the thing. I've told her she's gonna have to wait a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think she's gonna be a little older to actually watch well, seasons two and all. Too shy. I kind of blend this thing together with the, the uh, with the uh, the one from the previous one where it's this a, is honestly it's another guy killing prostitutes, of, right? That's all it is. This one, is, the best thing about this episode is the uh, is the uh, opener is the cold open. It's him, uh, too shy. Yeah. Talking to a woman the in the kind car, of fat, and they start woman. to kiss, and then all of a sudden she's like being suffocated, and she pulls her face away, and he's got this weird shit on his neck, and you don't really understand I what have it a skin is. Rash. And her face all of a sudden is like covered in mucus, and her mouth is full of like of mucus and slime, and it's disgusting. And and then he attacks her, yeah. and it's like essentially raping her, right? And I'm watching this going, holy shit, that is disgusting. The whole episode. Did not ever surpass that cold. I remember where Scully pulls a body out of the uh, whatever fridge, morgue fridge, and it's just goo. (laughs) They talk about that too when they find the body of the woman. So they find her in the car, and the cops are all happy, like, hey, we're just surprised we were able to get the body into the fucking body bag without it exploding and falling everywhere. It's goo. Like, it. It was yeah. It it, it it completely like yeah liquefies uh, everything. Yeah, this um, guy's dissolving women and then drinking yep. their fatty goo in order to uh, sustain whatever condition he has. Which uh, at the end he's like deteriorating. Yeah, it keeps his skin like nice and moist. And yeah, lotion. and he's he's preying on pretty frumpy, unattractive women using the internet under the the name. Yeah, shy. and there's this whole setup of like some of these women where they're like, "Hey, how dare you? I do look good. Stop it. I'm gonna try dresses out. I'm going on a date. Yeah. I don't care if the FBI put out. I a never go on dates somebody. before. Yeah, it was weird. And there was like people who were like on 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 the online. I think the last person he's about to kill the woman at the end with the daughter, and he's like. Uh, she's like, she's like, I just gotta go change into something more comfortable. He's like, no, 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 I'll, no, let's fuck like this, let's fuck right now. She's like, I just want to be more comfortable. Sorry, I'm gonna be more comfortable. And she goes into her bedroom. She goes online. She sees like he's wanted by the FBI, and he comes in there. And goes, you're not still online dating, are you? <laughs> or something to that effect. And you're like, oh god, 1995. Looking, this looking up this episode. Apparently, uh, of course, was shot in Vancouver, but this week Vancouver is portraying Cleveland. Apparently, and uh, yes, I just, is. I just find that interesting because one thing I remember about this episode is, I guess, because I didn't remember it took place in Cleveland. Of course, who who remembers Cleveland? Is uh, I guess Cleveland has a really really busy red light district because there's like 16 hot women uh, street walking and he just pulls up to one of them uh and picks a fat one and 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 she's like oh don't dissolve me and she tries to dissolve her and then in in an alley because she scratches him a fuck alley and then another guy who's like walking with the fucking another prostitute she's like come on baby i know an alley where you can fuck in i know he sees her he he sees the too shy eating woman like fuck this felt that's David Duchovny coming in as a consultant being mm-hmm. like, no, no, no. They got their alleys. They got their spots. I know about this because I've been banging here in Vancouver for years now. <laughs> but he knows exactly well, what's Well, irresistible, going on. wherever that took place, I, 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 I guess uh, 
Minnesota, somewhere in St. Paul, Minnesota, also has a really big red light district that also looks like almost an identical street because it's the same fucking street in Vancouver. Clyde Bruckman's um, uh, whatever episode uh, took place in St. Paul, Minnesota as well, by the way. I mean, how many places? I mean, it's, it's look, there's only one episode where they tried to pass off Vancouver as L.A. That's three. Vancouver can be some places, but it can't be all places. <laughs> I loved I loved what they were able to do with uh, with with L.A. as Vancouver. Yeah. All right. Well, moving on from too shy, shy. Hi, yeah, you're going to have to help me hi, out here. Hi, I fucking, I, I, usually I just read the descriptions and I'm like, oh, this is the episode with the thing, or the the goo or the whatever. And I'm, Well, this is the episode like, that's incredibly ableist. I don't remember this episode, like at all. This is the episode in which the dude with no arms and no legs yeah. is essentially the bad guy killing everyone. But here's what's interesting. There's a point where, <laughs> well, multiple times a phantom being is commits the crime. Um, you see it. Um, one time in particular that I think is fantastic is, is is a pool scene where you have like this one woman she's swimming and uh, everyone that's being killed is like involved in this whatever right in this old like military thing and like it's all revenge kills right and so by the guy that's uh, got no arms now and legs and w- she's in a pool and of course she's in a pool because David Duchovny was consultant he's like you know maybe she should be in a pool swimsuits are good and they were like yeah you're right David Duchovny by the way there's an episode in season two where or I think it's season two with Alex Krychek and he has to go t- inform David Duchovny about what's going on and David Duchovny's doing laps in a pool in a tiny little speedo and he gets out and they do a wide shot where his dick's clearly in the shot and it's so David's like make sure it's wide get a nice wide shot like yeah sure that's that's, nice that's Dwayne Barry that's, that's Dwayne Barry that, is that the Dwayne Barry episode? Yeah. He, he's, he, uh, he's swimming in his little speedo it's swimming. Okay, yeah. I just remember Krychek is who's is the one informing him or whatever. Anyways, in this episode, um, so you you have like you know this this uh 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 you know person with missing arms, missing legs, and and their body though is like this figment, this phantom that's doing all these killings. And there's a point where this woman's in the water in the pool, and they do a water effect, which it feels like they keyed out a person and then kind of try to like replace the 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 water that was rose scoped out is weird but it looks visually amazing because it actually works um the water splashes from behind this woman it looks like a person kind of lifts out of the water they do it also with sand when killing a little boy they uh, it looks great it looks like a uh, looks like a person kind of half covered in sand attacking this boy and then they it's a really bad effect at the very end when when they when they smother they eventually the guy's smothered to death the the guy missing arms and legs because um, he can't protect himself he's missing arms and legs um, and Duchovny's about to be attacked by the phantom running through mist steam and that one is like this black silhouette that's running through the steam and you could tell they could they for whatever reason they couldn't get the key right so they keyed out the person running through or whatever it is but the silhouette they just left like the the black silhouette like those left over from the key and then they just feathered it big time and like that was how they did that one but i was impressed with the other visual effects the sand stuff the pool stuff i was really blown away with what they were able to do with the visual effects of this episode the episode itself was not that good. yeah i don't think i think it was good i'd remember it hopefully but i don't really remember no it's not good it's not good all right but i do remember if you're ready to move on yeah, yeah, let's move on. Oubliette? Oubliette? Oubliette. I don't know how to pronounce it or what it's... I, do. I A lot of these, I don't know why they're titled Oub- that. 
oubliette. What, why is it called that? I don't know what the fuck oubliette means. I just know how to read French. Oh. Let's find out. I can look it Let's up. Find, yeah, yeah. Oob. Yeah. Oubliette is a secret dungeon with access only through a trap door and its ceiling. Ooh, that's creepy. That is creepy. I don't know how that applies to this episode, to be honest. Yeah, well, because he, he doesn't keep the chick in a dungeon, just in a trunk and then a I don't recall forest. that, yeah. yeah. The fox forest, shockingly, um, makes an appearance on this one. A river in the fox forest makes its appearance in this one. And a tow truck driver makes its appearance in this one. Yeah, I remember the tow truck driver because the girls, love the girls guy. in the trunk, and the guy's like, "Hey, bro, let 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 me fucking change your tire." And he's like, "I have yeah, a girl in the bucks. trunk," and he tries to kill him. <laughs> no, he literally goes, 40 bucks. My boss doesn't have to know." And the guy's like, "No, I don't want. I don't have. I, I I don't need your help." He goes, ten dollars. It's all right. I'll be out of the. I'll be out of the way." It's like this guy really wants to change your tire. Yeah, it's like let him. Let's fucking let him. Ten bucks is nothing. Let him. Yeah, but the problem was is he couldn't let him in the trunk. Right? Because he had so, a girl in the trunk. Um. So the episode stars the slut from uh, Serenity or Firefly, and I'm not joking. Apparently, what's her name? Jewel State or something like that. She's like apparently, allegedly. Oh my gosh! Hey, by the way, I don't ever use the word slut disparagingly. Some of the thirteen-year-old girl, like. <laughs> no, but dude, apparently she's like, well, like, uh, like. Oh, that is the slutty. girl from Firefly. Yeah, yeah. The the the. I don't know if she's a slut as the character. Oh, uh, dude, allegedly. I mean, the actual actress. Allegedly. Or the, the... And by the way, again, no negative connotation on that. Positive connotation. Fuck yeah, I I love sluts. I think. Go get it. I am so pro sex. I am so pro go get yourself. Go get your fuck on. And and you know what? But Jewel State, I mean apparently that's apparently she's a apparently she's like David Duchovny. I mean, he's a slut. David Duchovny's a slut too. We've talked about Jillian Anderson might be a slut. Who knows? Yeah, I was thinking of but, the the chick who plays sluts. the, you know, the strung out waitress whose name is the actress's name is Tracy Ellis. Uh yeah, David Duchovny's character he, of Mulder loves her so much and feels for her so much that maybe she's a slut too, and they were fucking. I think that the actress Tracy Ellis most likely had sex with David Duchovny. Maybe I'm not saying Jewel State fucked on this uh, show at the age of 15. I'm just she's saying 13, I've heard, apparently. or whatever age she was. I've I've heard that like like on the in, set of Serenity, con- she fucked everyone who worked there. Not even on that set. I'm just hearing contemporary times. Huh. I've heard that. You know, some people. Are, hey, dude, my understanding was that Hillary Duff, before there was the whole celebrity oh, version Clinton. of um, what did they call that shit? Not Grinder. What is it called? Tinder. Tinder. Jesus Christ. Before there was celebrity Tinder, there's like a whole celebrity Tinder now that like literally it's not even called Tinder. Or something. No, else no, it's, celebrities yeah, yeah, only it's, use. Yes, yeah, right. The one Ben Affleck was on. I don't remember the name, but right. Have to get, yeah, if you're, yeah, to yeah, be able a guy, any hot girl can get on it, but to be a guy and gets on it, you have to be like vetted. You got to be like a celebrity of some sort, right? Well, anyways, Hillary Duff she's chilling on tinder or was for a long time like she was like so like you know there are there were celebrities out there that were getting their fuck on clearly and were not willing to be stopped dual state might be one of those hillary duff types is all i'm saying allegedly well, good for her do you, th- do you have any thoughts on the episode uh it's no. creepy i mean it's a creepy episode it, it deals with the fucking yeah, actual yeah like uh child abductor but um who's a photographer uh and then, and then kind of, yeah. the psychic connection. It reminded me of the Polly Class case, and that's interesting to me because I I, I grew up. Wait, what? I, I would like to say not too far in 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 the respect of all things, but 
I, honestly, it was pretty far away from um, Polly Class uh, and where she lived and where she was abducted. So it was a, it was in the local news. I guess I could say that. Huh. It was in the local news, and it was a big deal. And I remember my mom had talked to me about Polly Class, and we had to have the whole conversation about Richard Allen Davis. And uh, it was a big, big conversation, and it was a big deal. I remember being a big deal in the news around here. I remember being a big deal when the the trial's going on. And funny enough, just looking at the Wikipedia page, they actually say that this is – wait, they say um, Amy was 12 years old in the original screenplay. The Fox Network was concerned her situation was uncomfortable parallel to the recent Polly Class case, resulting in her age being increased before the filming could begin. Uh, critics have – Complimented the thematic resonance of kidnapping and its effect on Mulder. Mm, I don't um, remember this first. They mentioned the Polly Class case, and that's crazy that that's referenced in here. <clears throat> yeah, well, I guess. I mean, because I thought that while watching the episode, I actually watched the episode before reading this Wikipedia article and thought to myself, "This reminds me a lot of Polly Class." I mean, that was a huge, very impactful uh, event in my life, in my childhood. Polly Class: the idea that you could be having a slumber party with friends. And at your own home and in your bedroom and a man could break into your house, tie you all up and decide which one he wants to take home, take with him. And when you leave and as they say, they, they, apparently they say this all the time uh, for like um, protecting yourself and stuff like that. Self-defense. They say if you leave first location to go to second location, you, you have like a 10 percent chance of, of surviving second location. Um, and in first location is literally the first time you meet the the person, the assailant, the the you know if you're the victim, the person that's gonna fuck you up. Yeah, that's first location. So the first location in Polly Class situation was her bedroom. Think about that. Her first location was the bedroom. If she leaves her bedroom with this guy, she has a ten percent chance of survival or something like that. So like to me as a kid, that's like oh fuck. Like that's insane to think that your bedroom is first location. If you leave your bedroom with someone, you have a ten percent chance of survival. And she she didn't. She didn't survive. She was she was killed and left in a field. And cops pulled the dude over, Richard Allen Davis, and she was alive apparently at the time, just in the field. And he had dumped her there because he was having car trouble. And the cops pulled him over to help him out. Oh god, there are a lot of similarities then, I guess. Dude, and yeah, the cops literally pulled that over. Was bold. I mean, I guess it would happen while they were making it or writing it. Or, or no, this happened just before. Yeah. And like, and the cops pulled him over, Sean Davis, and they were like checking him and everything like that. And they had no idea Polyclass was just in the fucking field, like right to their, you know, their side off the road. And and then they drove away, and that's when he went and apparently trudged out there and killed the girl. And then he drove off, and they found all this other evidence later. Yeah, this, on. The, the killer in this starts drowning the girl when the cops are coming after him, doesn't he? Yep, yep. And then, and then he um, does drown her, and then they shock the uh, drug addict waitress, and that brings the girl back to life, as I recall. Right, and she's full of water. Yes, the waitress. she was drowning, because the, the, the psychic yeah. connection between the two of them, because she was kidnapped at the same age. And, they, and that's the thing that throws Scully off, too, right? She's like, she, her lungs are full of eight gallons of water, or whatever the fuck it was, right? It was not eight yeah. Gallons. I think this is a, t a tense, creepy episode. It's not like the it most is. special episode or anything, but it's not a good it, episode I to would... end. I mean, if we were doing the half, you'd have uh, Nisai or Nisi in, in 731, which are probably my favorite. I think it's probably my favorite two-parter mythology. Yep. I can't wait to watch uh, them. There. Yeah, yeah looking ahead, you got the, their if, if you're doing again. eight episodes next week, next week will be good because you got both of those, and then you got uh, Piper Maru and Apocrypha, which is another really great two-parter Maybe uh, cool. uh, mythologies, 
But you also got Scissorgy, which is one of my favorite fucking episodes. Underrated. Oh, nice. <laughs> Very underrated episode. Cool. Yeah, I got four mythology episodes looks like uh, in my next viewing. You also have some fun episodes, too. It's just significant. You got Good. fun episodes, too. Well, I got to say, though, DPO, directed by Kim Manners, I honestly, I, I like I said, I did not fondly remember it. I liked it a lot more than I remembered it. And Oubliette, out of all of the episodes between DPO and Oubliette, I only enjoyed Oubliette a little bit. So... Because it was, it had the right atmosphere, and it, and like I said, it, it was connected to me through Polyclass. So I um I would say this section of season had some incredible highs and some incredible lows. Yeah, season three is not as good as two, but the uh, mythology episodes, if if, if there are, I wouldn't say they're better, but they are more in some ways satisfying. Because if season one is about setting up the myth, uh, the, the like the basic of the mythology, like here's here's the core concept of the X-Files mythology. Season two is all about, it's mythology, it's all about questions. What the fuck is happening to Scully? What the fuck happened to Wayne Berry? What what what, what the fuck was uh, Mulder's dad's involvement in this situation? Season three, you're gonna you're getting answers. And in yeah. Paperclip, you got a little bit of an answer, but the, the next mythology episodes, you got, you know, several, uh, I guess you got five more to go. Uh, yeah, really, you get you start you start getting actual like pieces of the puzzle filled in, and I feel like that's that's the high points of season three. But yeah, the the low points are some of the Millennium esque episodes early on, like like uh, the list and Too Shy and and the and I guess Abolette, where they were do, still doing that like <coughs> Silence of the Lambs stuff, like yeah. That that's what that's that's what Millennium started scratching the edge, and you started getting fucking like the cockroach episode and the fucking like hell hell money's. I'm, I, I haven't rewatched it in a long time. I have to rewatch that. That's the that's the one that might be racist against China. Yeah, please rewatch anything you want, so we can have a little bit more. So you're, I'm not the only one having to remember everything in an episode recently. Skinner Skinner fucks a, a succubus. <laughs> I'm I'm starting to understand why Lock people monster. Who watch the show are fun are have a fun memory of Skinner because I at first like one of the things you talk about Skinner right away you're like oh yeah Skinner and then my wife saw Skinner at one point she goes oh yeah hey look there's Skinner yeah. and I'm like oh okay I guess Skinner's gonna be a big character he's just a dick and for a while and then, and then yeah season three starts becoming uh, one of the team well um, Cool Boy Nation if you're following along uh, I will be watching the next uh, eight episodes episode nine through sixteen of season three. I guess that's mostly for you, Jay, who wrote in last <laughs> week. Uh, yeah. And uh, you, you, you're you lucky with the, this eight-episode timing here because with next week, you will start strong and end strong. Yes, and everything will also wrap up just in time for July 18th, at least for the first three seasons. Yeah. And then we'll die. We'll die. All right, do you want to do our stupid little uh, would you rather felt, this week? Felt, 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 felt. Would you rather... Is it all the way at the bottom after all the throw alien stuff? After 26 oh, pages yeah, of it? Oh, yeah, you gotta go down, like, 24 pages or whatever the fuck Yeah, restructure is, yeah. these documents. Uh, um, Not until we get through all these throw alien uh, comments. We haven't got through them all this yet. This one that says, fuck Dr. Dre, but, or, but fuck Chris Pratt. Yeah, seriously, who would you rather do? Would you rather wasn't fuck that, Dr. Wasn't Dr. that last but... week the same thing? No, I don't think it was, was it? Oh, I my think God, it was, was it? and I, I think remember. maybe the names were reversed. 
Was it really? I Dan think it was. Would you rather fuck Chris Pratt or uh, butt fuck Doctor Dre? No way. Let me double check. I'm going. I'm checking last what week's document. What was last week's? Would you rather? What was it? What was it last? It might have been Mr. X or Skinner. I knew it was. Uh, it was, awesome, but it was definitely a black and a, a guy and a white guy because I remember having to make that decision. Well, I'm, it's taking a second because it's got to go through 26 pages of comments. I, I'm going to butt fuck Chris Pratt this time. Uh, it was no fuck Skinner butt or butt fuck Mr. Yeah. X. I picked Mr. X. Oh, yeah. Black. This time I'm staying white um, though. I'm going with Chris Pratt. Ooh, but fuck Chris Pratt or fuck Dr. Dre butt. See, I bet you Dr. Dre is like really worked out his ass though. I bet that's a tight, muscly ass. I might have to fuck Dr. Dre butt. Cool Boy Nation, email us any of your would you rathers <laughs> by sending, the, sending them to the Cool Boys Podcast at Send gmail.com. Them. The Cool Boys Podcast at gmail.com. The Cool Boys Podcast. Cool Boy Nation, email us at. The Cool Boys Podcast at gmail.com. New episodes. The cool Boys Podcast. <clears throat> new episodes gmail. come out on Fridays, so as long as we record on Wednesday. Be sure to yep. like and subscribe. The making and authorized distribution of this podcast allegedly supported allegedly. over 1,500 jobs and involved hundreds of thousands of work hours. And fucking review us on Apple Podcasts. Also, Batman Please. and Beyond on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, and YouTube. Thank you for listening. Throw away Alien and or X-Files Nation. Oh, throw away anything. We're going to miss you soon because you're leaving us forever. Not according to some abductee. Yeah, some abductee thinks you're a liar. Stay cool, cool boy nation. Until next time, it's, <laughs> it's Vizies from Felk. And that's Vizies from Ballard. That's the episode. You are standing American boy. Fire! You excelled in all things. Oh my god. You son of a bitch. Fire! See, I got a huge cock. Oh my god. So you can run and tell that. God damn. Oh boy. Get out of here. The whistles got woo!